You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Time of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back, I believe, the date today, Monday the 28th of June, 2021, in the year of our Lord, St. Peter Volandis. Uh, obviously, huge State of Origin Game 2, which we're going to get to. Um, don't know if there's actually anything else in the sporting world that even rates a mention. There might be some things, but not much. Um, but as always, before we sort of get into the sporting week that was, I like to introduce to you all the co-host of the show, the one, the only Edward Lloyd Simpson. Hello, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. Fucking hell of a morning. Woke up pumped up. Yeah, I was up at. I was up fucking early. I was up at five. To drive back from Kangaroo Valley. We stayed another night. Did you drive back today? Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay another night. I'm having the fucking most relaxing time of all time. I'm just going to unwind completely. Yeah. I'm going to get up and go the big lift. I, I checked how long it took. Hour and 50. I'm like, okay, is that going to be an hour and 50 on a Monday morning? Bang. Of course it will. COVID. No one on the road, baby. I can commit to that. And once I had a bit of... Once I knew what I was in for, yeah. I was fine. I woke up. Fucking pumped up. I was, a, I was a little bit hungover. Maybe a couple of Negronis last night, a few blokes. But generally, a few margaritas. But generally speaking, um, was buoyed by the performance from our boys in blue last yeah, night. Our state. Get to. Um, but thought I'd just, you know, inform the punter and the dribbler on my weekend. Well, because we to. are in lockdown again, right? We so are. COVID's thrown everyone through a fucking loop. That's right. It's COVID no has. one more than you and your plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I was supposed to go down to Tassie to... Just having a drink of my coffee. Um, to look at a wedding venue, which is booked in. I'm not going to tell the punter and the dribbler where it is. Because well, because then it'll just be swamped by pats. It'll be swamped. It'll be swamped. It'll be ruined. Yeah. It's in Tasmania. And we were going down to check it out. I hadn't seen it yet. Ella had. We're going to hang out there, you know, go to Hobart, cruise around up to Fresh, you know, have a great time. All this COVID stuff starts kicking off. Ella's like, can we get an earlier flight? That was the earliest one we could get. 11 a.m. I'm like, should be sweet. Like, nothing announced yet. Should be fine. This was Wednesday, Thursday? Wednesday. 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 Get to the airport, check in, not a problem, through security. Everything's looking hunky, fucking dory. Get up to the gate. I'm ready to rock. Buy a magazine. We're on the plane. I'm on the plane now. I'm on the plane. What magazine did you buy? Cosmos. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cosmos. Fair. Yep. yep. Respect. Yep, liked it. it was, I thought it was you were saying Cosmo. I was like, mm, okay, that was that was <laughs> cosmopolitan. Yeah, no, Cosmos. Um, sat down, fucking rifle and threw it, having a fucking ball, and then I'd sort of like overheard them calling. They were like, ask this girl to come up to the front, but I didn't really pay attention. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Anyway. So we're sitting there, and then the captain comes over like twenty minutes later. He's like, "Yep, we're just so we're just waiting for the paperwork." And Ella's like, "Ooh, that's not a good sign." I'm like, "No, no, no it's just paperwork." No, nah. I've been around paperwork issues. <laughs> yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was once in fucking flying from New York back to Sydney. Paperwork issues kept us on the fucking in the terminal from three p.m. till three a.m. So I know paperwork. Holy issues. shit! So paperwork can be I, I know about lent upon yeah, yeah. for this yeah, sort yeah, of a yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can land on paperwork. You can land on paperwork, and it's been lent on before. <laughs> so I've lived and breathed paperwork, yeah. and I was like, it'll be fine. Um, and then another half an hour goes by, and he comes back in. Oh, actually, um, someone that was on the plane who's since been removed and taken for a test was like a potential COVID fucking. Was everyone like, ah, so not 
not paper, not paperwork. You made us sit in this little mm. fucking COVID jail cell. Well, well, it's a ploy. It's a ploy. Oh, it'll be fine. Um, you know, as soon as she's tested, we'll, we'll fucking take off. We'll be on our merry way. Were you not alarmed that there was someone on the fucking plane that might have had COVID? Well, I was like, hang on. How the fuck has this happened? Has she told someone when she hopped on the plane? Hey, by the way, like, I know you're closing the door, but I might have COVID. <laughs> Like, I don't think that happened. Yeah, how the fuck did So that then I'm like, it's like the contact tracers fucking talk to someone and then they've been like, I think she's getting a flight today and like they've pieced it together that way. I don't know. You, don't even, you haven't had an answer for this? We haven't had an answer. We haven't had, we're not told. Not told. Anyway, so we're sitting on the fucking plane. An hour goes by. Two go by. After two hours, they're like, okay, so we're just going to get you off the plane now because it's a little bit more comfortable. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just a fucking disaster. It's happening. Get off. And they've literally shut the whole Jetstar, like, end of the terminal down. We get off and a bloke's got this massive assault rifle. Like That seems like overkill to it me. It was 100% overkill, but I think it was their way of saying, don't fuck around here. Who's fucking around? I don't know. What's this like? I remember you'd go to other countries and you'd see an assault rifle and you're like, wow, shit's a bit real in this country. Mm. It seems like now yeah, they've yeah, just yeah, yeah. slipped the assault rifle into everyday know, fucking... The assault Police rifle... Police repertoire. You're like, what the fuck are we doing with an assault rifle? Couldn't agree more. The assault rifle has been a COVID addition, I think. Yeah, They're what, like, whoop, COVID's around. Let's start fucking dropping the, the assault rifle in, the AR. Yeah, uh, like, I'm pretty sure that we were just good with your run-of-the-mill Glock handgun or Bruh, whatever the fuck also, it is. Also, you can, you can put a taser on the front of your fucking chest. I'm not running, mate. I don't want to get <laughs> Exactly. Fuck that. I don't want to get shot with volts of electricity. Mate, when, uh, You don't like, need a machine gun. When did pepper spray stop being enough? We're in a country... They can bring down a fucking mountain lion, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's used for bears, like bear mace and shit. Like, why would you think you need an assault rifle for me? Mate, you don't need an assault rifle I fucking... My back goes... Like, I've got no core... What do you think I'm going to do? Wrestle down a police officer and fucking steal your gun? No. what? Not, not without my vision. Or are you trying to shoot... You can't shoot COVID... You can't tell me this is directly related to an uh, uh, an airborne disease. No, no, it's ridiculous. It's the world's gone mad, Tom. Get off there, <laughs> and the whole fucking terminal has shut down. Poor bloke who's in there selling his you know banana bread and his brownies and his muffins and shit. He's been told to fuck off. Well, so that's yeah, mate, closed you can't down. be selling fucking banana. The bread. whole thing is closed, right? And so we sort of just meander around, and people take their seats, sort of quite spread out because it's a large area. An hour goes by, I'm like, can we get some food? He's like, mate, vending machine just there. I'm like, okay, great. Well, it's like fucking 4.30, 5 o'clock now. I haven't yeah. eaten since 10 o'clock, Please. but I'll get another bag of twisties, sure. <laughs> After three hours in the terminal, so now we're, it's five hours or five and a half hours total, they come over the speaker, they're like, all right, great news, she's tested negative. We're like, perfect. But Tasmania now closed the borders to people that have visited in the last 14 days, Wallara, Bondi, blah, 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 like, which I'm like, well, for fuck's sake. Everywhere you've been. Then we start talking, me and Ella, like, ooh, do we roll the dice here? Do we, uh, do we roll the dice? Stars. Do we shoot for the stars? Do we, do we go the big lift? Do we, do we take a punt? Uh, I was, originally, I was in camp, yes, camp punt. Yeah. Uh, Ella too. Ella was on board. So you were for both camp punt. punt. We were both camp punt. We we're, we're gonna punt. But then Ella started to get me more anxious about it. Talked to her old man. Her old man's like, "Ooh, that's a pretty big punt." But then her mum was pro punt. Her dad wasn't. And right. then then doubt comes in. And yeah. when doubt creeps into a situation like between that, between the two, like if you're both rock solid on yeah. the idea, yeah. as, as soon as like someone gets in between that, uh, the yeah, little yeah. sliver of oh, doubt, yeah. yeah, yeah, the glue starts to come. The foundation yeah. starts to shake. Oh yeah, it's it's shaken, and now the building's at risk. Yeah. 
we went up to the counter and she's like, oh, they're pretty hectic down in Tassie. Like they, you know, they've been known to go through bank statements and shit. I'm like, bank statements? That'll do me in. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start thinking about doing fucking two weeks quarantine in a Tasmanian fucking airport motel. And I thought, (laughs) nah, nah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to fucking parachute out of this bitch. So we got our bags off and Dude, fucked off. The idea of you being fucking in a, car, in a fucking Tasmanian airport motel for two weeks. <laughs> With Elsa, she would have been a nightmare. Fucking hilarious. Oh, dude. dude. You would have lost Zoom. the plot. Yeah. yeah probably don't even were... show Origin down in Tassie either. It would have been a fucking nightmare. you got to work for it in Tassie to find Origin. I was yeah. down there for one a couple of years ago. So. So you debate. Got out of there, got, got home the at. I was, look, I was, I was seated on the plane reading Cosmos at 11.30, and I got home at like 7.30. So, you know, it was a fucking great day. Great day. One of the great days. One of the time. great days. Airports, dude. Yeah. So after that, we fucked off to Kangaroo Valley for three nights, which is lovely. That's nice. Up in the hills. Yeah. Just thought, let's get away. Yep. Recharge the batteries. Recharge. Big recharge. Great weekend. That's my story, Tonka. Took Tonka. Oh, Tonka, bro. Fucking hell. He loved it. Of course he fucking Like, did. as soon as he sees a bit of space, he just goes mad. Like, he just he didn't stop running the whole time. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what a dog does when they get a little Warm bit of the that. heart. Warm the heart right up. It's fucked though now, dude. This lockdown's uh, obviously, you know, we're an essential service, so we keep going. But, um, we have to. We Dribble have to and keep yarn. Dribble and Look, yarn. If dribbling yarn isn't essential now, like, then when is it? Well, listen. when it, People when need it, us now more than ever. Exactly. Time. When it hit last year, no sport at all, mm. we were like, well, we'll keep going. Yeah, we did. Oh, you think we can't talk without sport? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think, think the again. last 15 minutes have been? <laughs> Think again. Think again. I'll go four hours. Yeah. Not a problem. That won't bring up sport once. No. That was pretty much, to be honest, we did full dribbler, separate dribbler, dribbler hour podcast, which was just responding to the... Mate, we had so much dribble and yarn on the go. We did one podcast completely of dribble and of yarn. Yeah. And then another one where dribblers yarned. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And the dribblers needed an outlet. They were like, I need to yarn and I need to yarn now. Oh, fuck. We, exactly. They needed... They, there was a lot of... Uh, Bent up energy out there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, pent up. Pent up. Not bent up. But That's it was close. Meant. One letter off. Yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's funny though now like with the lockdown where it's like, okay, so you can only leave your house for exercise. I, it was the motivation I needed. I had an exercise for four months. Mm. Shin splints. We know the yarn. We know the story. Mm. Uh, but Saturday morning was like, fuck it. Me and Steph went to Centennial Park. It May as well have been a Saturday in summer and COVID had never existed. There were millions of people there, everyone wanting to run and walk. And just, it's like, that's the thing where I'm kind of like trying to work out with this Delta variant, which sounds sexy. Do you not think Delta variant sounds sexier in terms of like I all these think, variants? I think in terms of COVID variants, Delta are a very sexy term. I want to know where it's come from. Is it off the back of like Delta, the airline in the US? Oh, like naming, naming, who's got naming rights to this one? Well, I'm, I'm just thinking, has Delta paid a sum of monies? Dude, imagine that corporation starting to sponsor the next strain. We should try and sponsor the next one. Dribbler variant. Dribbler variant, yeah. Have you got an answer to your? I'm getting there. Well, I think it's it's Greek alphabet or phonetic alphabet, right? Because uh, there's the alpha strain. Okay. And then this one. But there was the an Indian strain. strain. So they're just moving no, through. No, the delta strain is the Indian strain. 
I think they don't really want to be calling. You know how like, they do specific oh, to a region. You know, like oh, right. hu- like hurricanes and tornadoes, they just keep going down the list and just coming up with a name. Yeah, yeah, but based on the letter. So yeah, Delta's yeah, yeah. like the fourth strain of the disease. Ah, well, I mean, they could have called it the dribbler strain. I feel yeah. like that makes more sense. And it also, I don't get why. Well, the re- dribbler variant. Prepared to rework it, Tom. I think dribbler variant mm. makes more sense. But there's an alpha variant. But the alpha Which would have vari- been first. But yeah, but the alpha variant isn't as strong as the delta variant. Well, no, they change. Yeah. It's got stronger. Yeah, but when you think alpha, you think like, oh, this is the top dog. Yeah, but that yeah, would have been so first. That's just yeah, one. I get that. One. But- Two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth stronger than the first. But so is this, is it much more, is it much stronger? I thought it was just much more contagious. No, no, much more contagious. Yeah. So not, which is a strength of sorts. Yes, but in terms of like what it does, I feel like like it's like a sort of its superpower. Yeah, it's It's like highly contagious. Preliminary evidence suggests that people infected with Delta are about twice as likely to end up in hospital compared with the Alpha. Oh, etch. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Interesting. That's exciting. So, a few people getting vaccines and shit. I haven't. Uh, I've booked mine. That's exciting. Did you? Yeah, yeah, a bunch Are of boys. Are we allowed to get yeah, Dude, one, a bunch of boys fucking go got it yesterday. Are we allowed to get it now? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's food for thought. Exactly. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I just want to make sure your parents get it first, or I'm just like, hey, dad, mum, you got your fucking vaccines? Yeah. Who knows? Horish. Um, anyway, lockdown, which is fun, but I actually am not that concerned because it's, I feel like life for me as a parent is kind of the same. I can't really go out that much anyway, and I can still do the podcast and the show, so. Yeah, sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Look, it, What about for Dave? You're locked down with your parents. Is that yeah, right? That's fun. Are you excited for that? Are you planning um, so like an especially escape? Because I started. Do you pass the billy around or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we, exactly. We all take turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit around the fucking kitchen table. I got to shout them weird though, and they don't pay me back. So well, what if we just swing them some cookies though? Surely they'll be cool with that. Yeah, that'd be not bad. But I, I started my uni holidays like halfway through last week, so this oh, is just perfect. School holidays start today as well. Yeah, I think. that's yeah, the fucking worst. It's fucked everyone, bruh. Sucked Dude. into parents. Dude, seriously. Well, I'm a parent, Dave, so fuck well, you. like, but not... Not really. Yeah. Well, I am. Really I know what you mean. But yes. parents with no, kids at school. 100%. Yes. It is. It would be a fucking nightmare. That's also the thing. Like, with Evie, you're just doing the same shit you do anyway, right? You play around, fucking blow bubbles. She is obsessed with bubbles, by the way. Like, you couldn't... You want to see a child's eyes light up? You want to know... You know, like, core of the earth's hottest place on earth, right? Fucking North Pole. I don't know where. It's, like, the coldest place on earth. When Evie's playing with bubbles, when Evie's playing with bubbles, that's the cutest place on earth. Just so you know. If you are finding the hours hard to fill, I would suggest going back through the back catalogue. Yeah. Okay, there's plenty of dribbling yarn there. Plenty of dribbling yarn. Plenty. How lucky would you feel? Like, I'm sometimes jealous of the punter and the dribbler who just happens across us now, and they're Mm. like, holy shit, Mm. there's like fucking 200 episodes. Yeah, well, yeah, well... Well, it's about... Well, because there's 70... How many would there be? Be 150, 180? Well, no. So there's 200... We're like 270-something now. We'd be at 200. Yeah, we'd have 200. Available episodes of Dribbling of Yarn. Of Dribbling of Yarn. Yeah, that's almost a year if you listen to one a day. That'll get you through fucking lockdown... Remember those blokes are like inboxes are like, mate, I just fucking found your podcast two weeks ago and I've gone through the whole back catalogue. We were like, like holy the other 70? I'm like, have you slept, bro? <laughs> what the what hell? The fuck? But that is good to know. Dribbling Yarn, uh, the YouTube page, you know, you've got about even there as well if you want to fucking just dig in and rip some responsible famous bets. But who really cares? What I will say, actually, Eddie, we completely forgot about this off the top, but that's the way things go. The response to the Bounce Out Tracky sale has been fantastic. Thanks to all of you motherfuckers that have uh, 
gone and got them. So currently, Bounce Out Trackies pre-sale and the uh, Punters and Dribbles Hats pre-sale still going. Um, there's Dribbler Packs, which sold out in about a day. There was, only, there was, there was you know, a certain, a finite amount of those, but that was where you got the trackies, the hat, and some stubby, uh, stubby coolers. The sale, pre-sale goes till Friday, so you've got... A few more days. For the trackies. For the trackies. The hats will still be up there, but for the trackies, you've got till Friday. Uh, so you don't want to miss out on those motherfuckers. No, you don't. Because they ain't coming back. Uh, should we talk to Margin? Let's do it. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app you'd see some I, I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day see what's happening it's when I'm able to be as 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 gifted as I think I am so basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance that is games. what I'm saying yes yeah yeah you know for example you could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though right no, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well... <sighs> But you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where... The, you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Guru's yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, bastard. I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Toddler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I'd be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. No, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I did the bets. No, you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They They weren't there. They went on my profile? No. Well, I'm going to... I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do... You didn't do two bets and you lost fucking two units that's it. Tobler told me none of my... All my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Tobler doesn't even listen. Right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered... You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void. So you lost a unit. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay. Well, so Tobler's lying. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Neds. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. 
It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles, you're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Dude, my mother-in-law, love her to death. Well, this isn't even a negative thing about her. She has so little fucking respect for me as a man, it's not funny. Which is, like, reasonable. She, I think I said it on here one time, like, at the end of last year when we were moving out of Bondi and I was having to fix a curtain in the house. That it? And I, like, fucking trying to drill it and then she comes home and pulls the cord once and the whole thing falls down and she's like Stephanie get handy man he can't do this and I'm like she's Croatian that's why I did the accent and then I also realised as I was trying to screw in the fucking curtain that I had the drill on reverse instead of going in so like the screws weren't going in I'm like what the fuck and then um, should a YouTube tutorial dude it's just fucking idiot right and then she came over the other day she looks after Evie on Friday mornings and she comes over and she's like um, our front door squeaks like nothing crazy but like it creaks she comes over with WD-40 and Steph's like laughing at me because her mum's got WD-40 for our door and I'm like oh cool and then Steph comes out and goes now um, or even Marina might have and just gone like here's the WD-40 just fucking sprayed on the thing I was and I'm like, yeah, cool, don't worry. Don't worry, I got it. And then I, um, <laughs> and then as I'm, uh, as I'm doing it, she walks out and goes, ooh, handyman. <laughs> and then walks out of the room. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> In my own home. But it was like so true. I'm just like, ooh. And it works, dude. WD-40 is legit. Yeah, it is legit. But, yeah, I got put on the bitch mad. By uh, that's fucking the mother-in-law, and she was holding Evie as well. So I was like, I'm getting shamed in front of Evie, but it was fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, it had to emasculating, emasculating. Unfortunately, you got that wrong, and you sounded dumb. But that's all right. Um, <laughs> but up since five. Yeah, you've been up since five. I mean, that's kind of the time I get up every day. So do you? Well, now the cat starts waking me up. The cat. You've rebonded, haven't you? Yeah, we have. But when he wants to get out, it's like he's happy to sleep in the bed, which is cool. I'm cool with that. It's nice. The whole family's in the bed. Well, Evie, when she's in. But then when he wants to get, he wants to go outside in the morning for a piss or a poo, he just knows that I'm the only one that's going to get up and do it. So he just he sits like right near me and he gets right into my ear and purrs real loud and then just delicately claws the bits of skin that I haven't got like a T-shirt or like fucking clothes on it. And he just like just claws the skin and like, Headbutts you until you wake up, and I'm like, okay, dude. Like, I try and push him away, but like, he knows this is how this motherfucker is going to get me up and get me outside. So he starts trying to get outside at like 4 mm. 5 o'clock. So I'm always up. That's not the point, though. I tell you what is the point, Eddie. New South Wales, where the Blues, Queensland, you're going to lose. But da 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 da
Now, famous victories, mate. That's the that's like the that's the most dominant New South Wales performance I think one two in Queensland that's ever happened. I was like, you know, you get a bit nervous before the game, and you're always a little unsure of you know what's going to happen, and it's up at SunCorp and the history and all that shit. And I was just like, I went back and I looked at that back backline photo of all the fucking throbbers, and yeah. I was like, who the fuck is going to handle these thoroughbreds? No who? one. No one. Who is going to handle them? I tell you who's not, and this is not a shot at Kurt Capewell, but Kurt Capewell is not going to handle them. Kurt Capewell isn't going to do it. Cole Felt's not. Cole Felt's not doing it. Valentine Holmes isn't. Gagai's not. Gagai was the only one that really tried in the fucking Queensland backline. Like, like he, he had a crack. He had a crack. But he's not up to it. No one's up to it, Their dude. right side defence got fucking pounded into the earth by one of the great thoroughbreds all time, Latrell Mitchell. Yes. He had a fucking ball terror of a match. Absolute ball terror. Teddy Tedesco going like, oh, y'all must have forgot. I'm still a fucking weapon. Mm. I'm still an absolute weapon. Man of the match performance. Yeah. But, like, everyone was good. But when you talk about, like, the New South Wales team, you go... Jerome Luai was like a, an unknown coming into this. Is he, you know, how does he go in, you know, not with his, uh, in Penrith colours or like, can he handle the step up? Like, he's been fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. He's been Making unbelievable. breaks, doing this and that. Like, he just doesn't, he, 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 he doesn't give a fuck. Like, no. he just goes out there and rips. Like, and he's rips. not overawed by the situation at all. No. He just, he just pounds away. Like he Toto was under pressure. Like, Toto was getting, they, they finally decided to kick some fucking highballs at him. Had a couple enough. of hairy moments, but like handled couple, it. Handled couple. it. We defended our dicks off. God save us. The defense was unbelievable. Like everyone showed up last night. No one really had a bad game. Queensland started well. I was, was like, okay, it, yeah. here we go. We're in for it here. It was a good start. Great start. But then after 10 minutes, you just hear, you know, the astute color guys like Billy Slater and Joey. fucking Joey and shit being like, Ooh, like the Queensland bigs are starting to bl- – they're walking. Yeah. After 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, that ain't good. They aren't up to the rigours of origin football. And then it starts to open up a little bit, and then we start to assert ourselves. And then there was a couple of, like, half chances and shit. I'm like, the oh, only this chances, isn't looking good for them. The only chances that, that came through were for New South Wales. Like, the half chances that didn't end up yep. eventuating, but it was only New South Wales. Like, Queensland didn't have fucking anything except for, like, oh, you'd be like a kick in the air. Like, ooh, nothing. Yes. That was all they had. Like, they just looked they looked clueless. They had no fucking idea how to play rugby league. They had no idea how to attack. Like, they did nothing. Nothing. They did nothing. They looked hopeless. Yeah. Absolutely pathetic. That was almost part of it last night was like, Queensland over the last two games have got fucking annihilated. Like, it's 70 to 6, I think, is it? 76 to 6. 76 to 6 collective, where you just go, oh, Jesus, like, this is starting to get like, and the try they scored, so one side. the try they scored was Tommy Turbo slipping off a tackle. Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things. that's almost like that doesn't happen very. They it's like, like they didn't scoring. actually wasn't some well worked play. There's nothing. They just they haven't looked like scoring a single point other than that try they scored where Tommy slips over. Yeah. Otherwise, makes the tackle on Cable not a problem. Yeah, and you know, he's just going Jesus Christ, like. We need to put this beast out of its misery. They're the, they the worst. Like, Queensland Rugby League needs to be euthanized. They're the worst rugby league team, origin team ever. 
Now, everyone's like, well, you should last time. It's like, yeah, dude, we were off by fucking eight months. That's all that was. That's all that was. Look, and the timing through us, COVID year, like it was just, it was, we were a little off with the calculations. These things happen. When you're talking about the history of the universe, 13 billion years old, trying to nail it down to a specific moment, yeah. it's hard. Our models got close. Eight months is essentially correct. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Well, it's well, like, like with the margin for error, it is correct. Exactly. It is correct. So, so we were right. We were right. It was just that we were fucking, you know, bees dick off. Bees dick off. Now I said it. I said it in the read, which you may have already heard, punters and dribblers. But I'm starting to think, and really, honestly, believe that this squad, this 17 men, might be the best sporting team of all time. Let that just hang in the air. Best sporting team of all time. I mean, in the history of man. I mean, just let it hang in, in the, the history day. of mankind. Let it hang. In the history, man. All time. You've All won. time best side. You've won the you shut that. You shut, 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 shut the fuck up. Hey. One in a row. It's our moment. It's our moment. No Let guess. it hang in the air. Greatest sports team of all time. Not even the best origin team of all time. Are we ruling that out? I don't think we rule that out. I just think when you look at the, the W's in the duffel bag, yeah. you go, I mean... Could the eight in a row side at their peak handle those boys? Fuck no, dude. No way, bro. Easy. Not for a second. GI is a better version an Aldi of version of Tom Trebojevic. There, I said it. <laughs> there, I said it's it. Been said. It's been said. It's been said. And that's no disrespect to Greg, who's close to my favorite player all time. You're just not Tom Trebojevic or Latrell. You know what? You're a you're a you're an the Aldi poor, trail. Well, he's a he's a poor man's Latrell. Yeah. He's a poor man's Latrell, yeah. which is no disrespect. Billy Slade is a, is a poor man's Teddy. No yeah. disrespect. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, Thurston and, and who? Kronk? Yeah. Cameron Smith is a poor man cook. Yeah. Poor, poor man's cook. Poor, he's a poor cook. He's a poor man's cook. Poor man's cook. Uh, Cleary, obviously a rich man's Thurston. Yep. And obviously Luai and uh, Lockie are probably on par, would you say? Well, listen, it's early on in Luai's career, so I'm saying if I'm tracking it, <laughs> I'd say that Lockie is a poor man's Luai. Uh, and so is If you Kronk. track it up. If the... you were just tracking it. Yeah. Um... And look, that's just based on like truth, you know. Like it's not on it's not on anything sort of like. Well, all we can do on this podcast, Tom, is tell the truth yeah. to the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, tell it how we see it. And what I see is that last year was a COVID year. You write that off. Um, we've basically won three in a row. Yeah, we're going for our fourth. We're going for our fourth, and you know the eight in a row streaks in big trouble. You know what else is funny is that the, the Queensland. Uh, it's the shortest rain in Origin history because they only had the, the shield for, for like eight months as opposed to a year. So like they're losers, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. No, I, that makes a lot of sense. That, it's like you know, you only had the fucking shield for eight months. It's not even considered a real victory. You got to hold it for twelve months, otherwise it's not a thing. No, no, hundred no, percent. Uh, tough not out for the Queenslanders though. Cherry Evans, like he he looked like a man who. Well, he, he was broken. He was he'd been snapped in half, like physically and mentally and yeah. emotionally. But well, like I mean, him and Munster, and obviously Daly, when he plays for the Manly Warringah Seagulls, he is uh, a friend to us, and uh, you know we love him. But when he's wearing Marona Queensland, with the greatest respect, it's fucked Daly Cherry Evans. Him and Munster didn't do shit. Now their forwards looked weak as piss. Like Queensland, they started well, but. They just sort of slipped into a fucking. Well, they slipped. You know what? I, you know what I think happened, Tom. 
And this is just, you know, an astute rugby league mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just uh, stop what you're doing and tune in right now. Listen extra hard. I I thought after 10 minutes or five minutes even, doubt crept back into the to the Maroons. Yeah. The effort level went down and they sort of fell into um, a cycle of like, just reactivity, like yeah. reacting to what we do, trying to stop the throbbers, trying to stop the throbbers, like, yeah. but not go, you know, there didn't seem to be any game plan of their own. Well, really. Joey kept saying in commentary as well, he's saying the pockets of attack for New South Wales are just like overwhelming. It was like, you've got left side, right side. Then it was like middle in the middle, the middle third, Corey Parker. Uh, mm-hmm. But then just like all these little, like all these little pockets of attack that are just like completely overwhelming. It's like, if you have a wall of throbbers coming at you, much like, a tidal wave or yes. an avalanche, yes. an avalanche of throbbers. Yes, or, or a tidal wave. Probably. Or a tidal wave of throbbers. I just thought because we're on terrestrial land that maybe avalanche of throbbers. Yeah, but, yeah, but I get that. But obviously, you know, the tidal wave comes onto shore and moves throughout the coastal town. That's true. And it's almost like if you're on terrestrial land and you get an avalanche, a tidal wave of throbbers, mm. you're out of your depth. Yeah. If you don't climb a palm tree and climb on quickly. Yeah. Assuming you live in over. a tropical area where Assuming, palm trees exist. Well, that, yeah, and that's where you see a lot of tidal waves historically, Tom. Coastal areas. Yeah. Palm trees. Palm trees. At Al. But I'm saying that, you know, like tropical, like, you know, south coast of Australia has no palm trees. It's still, you're, you're in a gum. Yeah. If tidal wave comes, you're in a gum. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're getting bogged down. But it was important that we covered that. <laughs> um... If you've, got a, if, you, if, you, if you've got a tidal wave of throbbers coming at you, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, bro? Yeah. What are you going to do? What you saw last night was a pathetic bunch of Queenslanders trying their best not to get 50 put on them again. That's what I saw last night. That was night. it. That was I the goal. I didn't see a team that knew they could win or thought no. they could win or wanted to win. I saw a team that was like, if we get 50 put on us again, I might not sleep again. That's what I saw. I saw losers yeah. out there. Now, that's with all the greatest respect in the world because, you know, we respect our Queensland brethren to a certain degree. But brethren. You know, I'm fucking up today. But <laughs> when it comes down to it, you're not on our level. No, you're not on our level. And, and and it is what it is. Let's like, you know, Penrith, fucking an elite rugby league side in Clubland. Bulldogs, not up to it. No. They're we're the, the Panthers, yeah. you're the Bulldogs. That's it. Well, we're Manly, they're the Bulldogs, I'd prefer. Well, but we're Manly, you're the Broncos. Yeah. That's I would almost say it. Queensland are like Manly pre-turbo this season. Well, no, I would they, say like the if Broncos. If they had their first choices, then the game would have been different. Kind of like what happened with them. No, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't, okay, have, been. Have, it wouldn't have been different. What about this? What about this? We, without Turbo, have won two games of rugby league. How many of the games have the Broncos won? I think two. Mm. So, like, we're not fucking worse. Who would you, who did you, who would you need? So Ponga is really you'd it, right? You'd have Ponga, you'd have Harry Grant, you'd have Reed Marnie. Right, but you had Harry... That would have made a difference. Right, you had... Believe, hold on, would have made hold on. A difference. You had Harry Grant in game one and... and he was dog and, shit. And he played 80 minutes after not playing any Yeah, you got like beaten 50 to 6. Yeah, okay. Plus, get the fuck rid of Kyle Felt. But that's, that's he's your first choice fucking winger. What? No, you... Put, he was the first no, winger picked. Val Holmes goes back to the wing when Ponga goes to fullback. Val Holmes plays on the wing. Right, but you Val Holmes was playing on the wing. obsessed with Kyle Felt. You think he's Val, the best player of all time? Kyle Felt was on that. the wing whether Val Holmes was fullback or not. What about Coates? 
Coates got dropped for I fucking know, that Carl was Felt. Because Paul he was Green so so. Know what Carl Felt was your first choice winger, which on that's on you, dude. That's on you. That's on Paul Green. Queenslanders don't get Origin. Fucking Ronaldo Molotalo's from Portugal or wherever, so he can't play Origin. Mate, you don't get Origin. In the first game, all I heard was, "Oh, fucking look how good our side is." You know, we got fucking Harry Grant, we got DCE, we got Munster, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got fifty put on you. Yeah, yeah. Like yippee, yippee, yeah. The fourth yeah. string fullback and third and fourth string hookers. Do you honestly think that would have made a difference? I think it would have made a difference. Do you I want, think would have made, made zero difference? I don't well, think it would have made zero difference. Well, well Val Holmes showed his immaturity by throwing that fucking ball that was never on, yeah. and then Luttrell intercepts it. Maybe that doesn't happen if Pong is playing, and maybe you don't get six less points, but you still lose and lose, lose well, lose well. Um, I will say. Um, Maybe though He might have thrown it So what, what, what is the difference then Of the essentially 24 point Make up Okay put it this way Put it this way Even Let me say something Game one to game two who do you, Okay who do you put in the centres then In a perfect world In a perfect world Who's your first choice centres First choice centres Well who's in this uh, Gagai probably stays Yep Alright yep. So that's first choice He's, he's there right He yep. is already uh, there Branko Lee He Where's Branko Lee He's just come back from injury. Why didn't you bring him in? Because Paul Green... Is, well, he's not injured. Though. Yeah, he's, but he's not injured. injured. You could have picked him. You could have picked him. Because, I don't know, they want Kirk Cape. Um I will say this. So for the first two games, you've picked the exact same I'm, center I'm not pairing. sticking by mm. Brent Curley. I don't... Yes, and that to is mark ridiculous. Up, to, ma- no, to, ma- to, ma- to mark two of the great... Of the game's great thoroughbreds yeah. all time. Yeah. Since 1908, they may be... The greatest center the pairing. The two most pure thoroughbreds of all time. Yeah. And you've picked in consecutive games... Gagai and Kurt Capewell of back rower fame to defend them. Yeah. You're, you're right there. You don't get origin. You don't get origin. Yeah. Oi, no, Paul, we'll just fucking toughen up. We'll Queen, be right. Queensland get origin. We'll Paul pick Green. a different winger. Okay. Paul Green oh, or Jonathan Thurston carrying him to his only premiership. Yeah, Paul fame. Green. Should I think that's, yeah. A lot of Queenslanders are now starting to go like, who the fuck's Paul Green? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like without JT, someone said that they go. I'd be, I'd love to know the stats. Maybe random stats guy or Michael Pride can do it. But like, what's Paul Green's win percentage without Jonathan Thurston playing? He doesn't look like he knows what the fuck he's doing. They had Paul Green and Neil Henry in the coach's box. That's what you want. That's what you want. Like two, like Neil, like Neil Henry never won a comp as a coach. Um, did, okay, we all know. Everyone knows. Neil Henry's got less than a fifty percent win rate as a coach. That's who you want. Everyone know. Everyone knows that when it comes to Origin, it's about boying the boys. Yeah, you need a boy boyer. That's why Mal did so well. That's why Freddie does so well. You need some Wayne of the Bennett. boys. Wayne Bennett. Some of the boys, the boys. Gus Gould. Are you telling me you'd follow Paul Green into battle? Paul Green of brings club footy tactics to Origin <laughs> game fame. He of- ain't boying nobody, dude. In his press conference, which I watched. At fucking 11.30 last night after thinking Channel 9, we're going to play it on air because that's how they teased it and then they never did and then the broadcast finished and I'm sitting there at fucking 11.30 going, why am I still here? Um, He was bereft of ideas. He sat there and he was like, the amount of times, the amount of questions he just answered I don't know to was like, oh, bruh, this is not what you want. And Cherry Evans, Cherry was giving more answers. Cherry's like, yeah, we probably need to change our game plan. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe fuck this guy off Hey Mate at half time They were like So you know Paul Like what do you What do you think Of the second half Are you, you going to stick To the game plan Or are you going to Toss things up And he goes Oh yeah mate Prum. 
Yeah, probably a bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> Terrific. Terrific. Well, I hope that was your speech to the players at halftime because that was as vague and uninformative as we've come to expect. And you were just like, holy fuck, this guy has no fucking answers. No. At all. Nothing. What do you do? As evidenced by, and I, I keep going on about it because it makes no fucking sense, Tom and Luttrell had a fucking field day in game one. And you pick the exact same centre pairing yeah. to defend them. It doesn't make any sense. And they, and they ended, not just that, Queensland ended up with the same back five as game one when Coates came into the squad. Yeah. So they literally made no change. Literally nothing back. changed because yeah. Ronaldo got fucking. Yeah. So they literally just went back. It was everything was the same. And you know what? They didn't score. Showed. They didn't score as many points, but you'd yeah. probably put that down to like the fucking Papali coming in. Maybe. I don't know, but like they played better. They didn't really play better, but that's sad. They first, started better. First time yeah. they've been held to nil at Suncorp uh-huh. ever. You, I love that. That's oh, a yeah. fuck you to Queensland. I tell you what else is crazy, and I feel like now we have to stop saying it. <laughs> Eight in a row. The last one of those was 2013, right? So that's almost 10 years ago. <laughs> like it's like me losing, it's like Manly losing on the weekend and, and me going, 2011. <laughs> 2011, we had a fucking good team. We won the comp that year. Like, yeah, dude, we get it. We know that was a great run of origin football for your side. But that was 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, but eight straight. Yeah, dude, we get eight straight. But we just beat you 50 to 6 and 26 nil to nil in Suncorp. Back-to-back Queensland games. You tried to stack the deck against us. You then picked the exact same side and fucking... Paul Green is coach, and we're beating the shit out of you. I would say this. Fuck eight in a row. I would say this. If you rock up to an Origin series, okay, you do nothing after you lose 50 to six. You've already picked Paul Green as coach. If you think that saying eight in a row at the door on the way into the ground is going to get you a win, it's not. You don't you've, get got to go out and, you've got to go out and win the game yeah. to win the game. Do you know what I mean? You saying eight in a row doesn't count as a win. No. Eight in a row, eight straight, eight in a row. Yeah, dude, sure. Like, like if but you, like, if you, you need to win tonight. If you, if you guys don't fix this shit, we could win ten in a row. Yeah. And then you saying eight in a row is going to look a bit stupid. You, can, you could say eight in a row for ten years. And then you sound dumb. <laughs> and we get it. You're not big maths guys and girls up there, but like. Fuck. And then, you like, I don't know whether there's... Obviously, just beating Queensland is satisfying, right? Obviously, that's satisfying. Well, it warms the heart, Tom. But listening listening to Queensland legends, those who have done it and won for their state, something Queensland don't currently understand how to do, Cam Smith, Billy Slater, Fatty Vaughan, all just, like, basically... You know, like, you're hearing depressed individuals on air broadcast. Oh, mate, you could hear, hear, like, Joey was like, where are the points coming from, uh, Billy? And he's like, oh, you just got to get the ball to, uh, you just got to get the ball to Munster. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're setting up here, they're going left. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Uh, Val Holmes just did a uh, fucking I think grubber Val kick. Just dropped it. That literally had oh, no, he, oh, he the grubber kick, dead. one bounce, and then dead. Yeah, like, on third tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great He's play. I like, know oh, it's fifth tackle. Oh, they're just going to do a one-out pass, short ball. Yeah, here we go. It was, it was good stuff. The, we put it on our gram. Um, Fatty Vorton coming back from an ad break or something on Channel Nine, and he didn't know his mic was live yet. And he goes, and it was just before James Bracey came in. Fatty just goes. 
I don't even want. Uh, why are we even bothering with a game three? And then James Rose goes, Welcome back to Friday Night Football. <laughs> the Blues win or whatever the fuck it is. Welcome back to Origin. And Fatty's just going, Why the fuck are we even playing game three? You're like, That's, That is Queensland spirit seeping out of them, you know, seeping out of them, basically. That's fucked if you, you know. You don't want to hear that from your legends. From your legends. And they like, just, they had like no we answers. We may as well not play the third game because no. we, we know we got swept. Just the masturbatory pro New South Wales rhetoric going on as well was so good. I tell you what, Rabs was in form last night. Rabs, obviously, you know, an ornament to the game of rugby league. And, you know, he's used a little more sparingly. But hearing him full throated, no, uh, screaming good. out fucking, you know. There's a couple of moments where he, like, sort of, like, I don't know if he's looking elsewhere or he's, like, just slows down a bit. Where, like, when Latrell got that fucking, where he stole the ball off Welsh, yeah. the one-on-one, he just, like, didn't address it. And then someone was like, is he going to talk about it? Okay. And then I was like, I think Joe was like, oh, he's fucking He's fucking stolen the ball. I think it would be a little bit of, like, awareness, right? Like, he's probably just not as sharp. Well, he's definitely not. You can't be as sharp. Of course he's not. Yeah, he's you a, can't be as sharp. Getting, there was another one where... Uh, where they penalised Cameron Murray for being in front of the play the ball and New South Wales ran away and scored and Rabs was just like commentating the try. Yeah, he called the whole thing. But I think that's also a little bit more like, because I heard that as well, should have been a try even though technically it shouldn't have been. Um, By the rule book. By the rule book it it shouldn't be, but you know. But like, I think the reason he did that was because if eventually it got deemed a try, he would be thinking like origin uh, highlight memory Mm. shit. Like, let's just call the fucking thing. Yeah. And stay with the play rather than if he's like, oh, no, it's a penalty. And then they go, oh, actually, it was a try. Then you miss out on that, like, sick bit of commentary. Mm. But the, the fucking whole game started with that huge hit from Jai Arrow. So, like, the first bit of commentary you heard was Rabs going, me and my old man were laughing last night. He called me up and he was like, uh, <laughs> he just goes, the first thing the first thing Dad says to me, he goes, oh! Because it was like, that was the first thing Rabs did when Jairo fucking pumped uh, yeah. Payne Haas or whoever. And he's like, that was the first fucking thing Rabs said all game. How good. Oh! Now, as we said, uh, 26-0. I mean, as a coach, Eddie, mm. obviously the points are pleasing, but I am... More happy with the with the with the, with the donut, mate. Yeah. Well, look, you and I went up to Kingscliff during the week, and we spoke at length about you know donuts. turning up for each other and and, and earning donuts yeah. and what that what that means for for your legacy. Yeah, a couple of donuts on the resume go a long yeah. way in yeah. this sport, in this contest. Donuts consumed. Yeah, and it, well, it's, I'm just glad that our message got across. It did. And, I mean, if it weren't for an, a statistical anomaly in game one, it would have been back to back donuts. Look, I'm I'm prepared to scrub Capel's try. I think most people would agree with yeah. me based on the fact that Tommy slipped over and he never usually does. Um, I'm prepared to say that it's 76 nil. Can we go to Sydney and earn another donor? Yeah. I'm not ruling it out. The line's 18 and a half already. That's going to keep climbing. That I reckon climb. by game day, if we've got a dry track punters and dribblers, we might be looking at a, like a 24-point line. Yeah, right. Maybe even higher. Maybe higher. Maybe 50-point start. Might be a fi- it might be our first ever 50-point start. You know what? If they pick Gagai and Capel in the centres again... 50 points. 50 points. Fucking put the house on it. Now, can we talk about what was potentially one of the greatest bed shits in origin history around Ronaldo Mulatalo. I think we have to, Tom. We have to address the big issue. That was... Obviously, I feel very sorry for Ronaldo because that's a... Let's f- start there. Let's start there. It's a, that's a fucking cunt of a time to get told. Dude, <laughs> dreams ripped away from you on game day. Dashed. Dashed to the wind. 
Who the fuck allows that to happen? Firstly, like Queensland Rugby League are obviously constantly trying to get players who are ineligible to play for them because they despise developing their own talent because they're a bunch of fucking weak dogs. Now, it gets, look, let's address this. First and foremost, Ronaldo came to this country when he was 14. The rules... Or 13 in 10 months. But the rules state you've got to be here by 13, yeah. right? Now... You might say to yourself, what the fuck? Like, that's ridiculous. Let me just backtrack on something and remind you all of a couple of things. Take us back, Ed. There was a time, and I'm talking about the GI years, Mm. where the the selection criteria were fucking ambiguous, like super ambiguous, and people didn't like the grey. People didn't like the grey at all. So what they tried to do was clean it up with rules like... You've got to fucking be in the country by 13. There's another, a number of other rules around yeah. like where you played your junior footy and that sort of shit. But there are specific cutoff dates. Why? To try and bring clarity to the issue. That's why they're there. Mm. Because before, everyone fucking whinged and complained. And you got people like Greg Inglis, who was born and raised in fucking Taree. Maxville. Maxville. Until he was like 19. Israel Flower was born in Minto. Exactly. That's what we wanted to clean up, and that's what the rules are for. So don't fucking come out now being like, this is fucking ridiculous. It's like, no, no, no. Queensland Rugby League should have been on top of this. Yeah. And if they were a little unsure, they should have broached the issue, I don't know, years ago. Now, I think I think one of the things is, so if you listen to uh, former, former Queensland coach Paul Green, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, he was like, the way he explained it after in the post-match press conference was like, all the eligibility shit is done by the NRL. So when you sign your NRL contract and you state your eligibility, that is all NRL. All Queensland's provided with is a database of what players are available and Mulatalo's on that fucking database. So, so I, it's an NRL fuck So up. I think it's an NRL fuck-up, at least from what Paul Green, who we can't necessarily take as gospel right now, <laughs> just in the current situation, but that's what he says. Because he played all his, like, under-16 yeah. Queensland, under-18. I played 16. I think what I would say to that, though, is that 16... I don't think people are checking 16, 18, 20s, really. You know what I mean? No, but they should be. They should be checking, but I'm saying I can see how that one slipped through the cracks. Look, it's a cunt of a situation. Make no mistake. I personally... But he is, by the letter of the law, ineligible. Ineligible. I personally... I would have let him play. I would have let him play. I think 100%. it's. I think if he that played, is. Just, you guys were done. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronaldo Molotalo played. It I would have looked game. at the situation and gone, "Is he a threat?" No. Nah. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? That's how I would have yeah. played it last night. I would. I don't know, like, because I think it was the New South Wales Blues CEO. But apparently, yeah. but apparently, he was alerted to it because Queensland Rugby League put up a post saying when Ronaldo <laughs> came to the country, and they were like, "Hang on." Yeah. Well, no, some dribbler noticed. Some dribbler then informed a journo, and then I think the journo, or like, or feel in, like it came through like a journo to New South Wales Rugby League. Then New South Wales Rugby League went and fucking lodged like a formal complaint, which I think is fucking. I ridiculous. think it's over the top. It's a scaredy cat move. Well, I don't know about scaredy cat because we <laughs> pumped. The fuck out of you! I, but. You know what? I think it rattled you. It did rattle you. It rattled the fuck out of it Queensland. Was, it was. It was like, oh, these cunts aren't fucking around. Like it's pretty dark. Well, it's it's like ruthless origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, ruthless. folklore sort of shit. It's ruthless it's like, shit. 
And Queenslanders won't forget it. We know that for no, sure. But, but I think it was a little hard. I think that was probably the only reason Queensland started off playing well was because they were playing on pure rage. And then, obviously, that's not sustainable. Rage-based rugby league, not sustainable. Well, look, has, have you ever seen a marathon winner win an Olympic medal based on rage? No. no. You can't run on rage. No, you can't run on rage. Maybe for a sprint. Metres, yeah. 200 metres, maybe. Yeah. I don't even think you can run 400 metres on rage. No. You, you? There's a certain no, I 400 on rage. No, no way, you'd no. have to be pissed off. No, I, I reckon 150. I reckon 150 is probably where you max out rage. 200 if you're elite at bottling rage. But well, you've got to be elite at bottling rage. Not not many of them around. Tom. No, and certainly not Queenslanders. after getting told he, he would have gone. He would have gone 200. <laughs> Mulatalo could probably fucking do 200 in a pinch. Point on is, rage. point is, he would have run out. Yeah. Puff. But I think that's what happened with Queensland, right? They started bottled rage, yep. and then they expended all of the rage reserves within the first 10 to 15, yep. and then they were fucked. I, look, but as a New South Welshman proud through and through, I think it was a, I think it was a little ruthless. I think it was a bit much. I think it was a little, I think I think that it was was a little a bit, bit much. much. And the NRL were like, and I get it, the NRL were like, we can't actually really give an exemption on this shorter notice. I would have just gone, fuck it. I would have gone. Let's not worry. The about problem it. is if he fucking ripped, mm-hmm. like that's the that's the problem. If he fucking scored three tries and Queensland win, you're going, that is bullshit. Like, if, and when you South Welshman, we'd be yeah. sitting here going, this is one of the great travesties in Origin history. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's also no, the, I don't think we would have done that. The beauty of the beauty of being sort of atop the the Origin heap, yes. is that you can be like, we actually are um, merciful. When you're when you're polishing up another shield, Tom, yeah. you can you can be merciful. You can be merciful. But if if we'd lost, then I would have had zero mercy. I would have called for heads to roll. Of course, but we're not doing that. No. We're spit shining another shield. Yes. Is he closer to government now? No. He's, in his heart, he believes he's a Queenslander, and that's all that should matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> choppy close. In his heart, he believes he's a Queenslander. That's all that should matter, right? So he identifies as a Queenslander. I'm with him on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Of course, he is. Fucking him and Dio. That's Day. so funny. That's how. You, <laughs> that's the most dreadful. That's statement. how. That's how you should fucking define supporters as well. Like, like Dior Dave goes for Queensland, but wouldn't be able to play for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not eligible to go for Queensland, dude. I'm you're sorry. Not eligible. You, no, but I feel like a Queensland in my heart. Yep, cool. Not in the rules, though. <laughs> not the rules. The same eligibility criteria should be applied to support. But that's only for Origin, really, though, right? Because you can't do. Of for course. teams. What the fuck yeah. are you talking yeah. about? I thought you were just well, talking about teams generally. Dude, you can get for whatever team you want. It yeah. doesn't matter. But Origin. Yeah. <laughs> Origin. Wow. Yeah, Dave, you can't identify as a Queenslander. So where to now? Where to now? Um, I want uh, okay, to- let's, uh, let's go here because this could be interesting. Um, I'm hearing whispers, Tom. Obviously, we have, uh, you know, we know people at the tippy top. Yeah. Um, you know, insert name here, you know who I'm talking about. Hearing whispers that Sydney might be at risk for yeah. game three. Yeah. Thinking about taking it to Newcastle, I fucking love it. Well, that's what we've been calling for anyway. I've been calling for it anyway, Tom. I think that we need to reward the people of the Hunter for their terrific support to the code and yeah. to the team yeah. over the years. And I think what 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 better victory parade than to put another 50 on Queensland in front of the Novocastrians. Yeah, so I think the thing that they were saying was uh, Andrew Abdo of NRL CEO fame, um, a half... So I think the lockdown here, as it currently stands, who knows how the old dribbler variant 
progresses. Yeah. I think I, I've got a hunch we'll be in it for longer than two weeks. Yeah, I, I, feel, feel, I feel like we might be as well. If we are, then it goes to Queensland. But even if we come out on the ninth, uh, sorry, not Queensland, not Queensland. Sorry, could go to could go to Newcastle. Imagine if we had three games. There's kind of I kind of don't mind that. Let's well, knock them some, off three times yeah, in a row yeah, in someone Queensland. Someone was like, have a game at Gold Coast. Yeah, knock off every fucking big city up yeah. there and just go. Holy fuck, we are the greatest side of all time. The greatest side of all time. Three Queensland venues, and we pump you in all three. Could you? I well, I almost like that. I like that as well. There is way better narrative. Have it in the Gold Coast. Like have it in Newcastle if you want, sure. But have it at Seabus Super Stadium, and we just flop our big blue cocks onto. Our, I, don't know, I don't think the boys' shafts would fit in that stadium. It's not big enough. You know what? That's fine. We'll leave the shafts at the door. Yeah, take your shafts off. You won't even need to. I think you just sort of run around with it attached. You can just only stay in one position like a foosball player. Otherwise, everyone's <laughs> tripping over dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go forward and back. That's all rugby league. Yeah, forward and back, and a little bit of lateral movement. Yeah, a little bit of lateral, but nothing much. Nothing crazy though. Because Look, we could, we could. If you put our boys on a foosball table, we'd still, we'd still dominate. Yeah, fucking oath. Even would. if you're running in that very predictable just channels, manner, yeah, yeah. Because we'll run over the top of you. Um, but yeah, I like that yeah. narrative, Tom. I like both of them. I like the victory parade at Newcastle. I like winning three games in Queensland, never been done before, won't be done again. Because of the circumstances, yes. obviously. I think that's a nice little fucking bow. bow. Uh, obviously, we're going to sweep them. And that's what I'm excited for as well. Is the first Get the brooms out. We haven't swept in a long time. We haven't time. swept, I think, the early 2000s. And I think Queensland only swept once in their uh, oat stroke. So a sweep's hard to come by. But I would say that this might be one of the most locked-in sweeps. When was our last sweep? 2000. 2000. So we've been waiting for a fucking while. 21 years for yeah. a sweep. And you know what? This is the Queensland equivalent of us. Like, we may as well still be on. We swept in 2000. It's like, yeah, cool, dude. Cool. No, we're not claiming that. Sorry, 2013? When like, did we what was the world that? like in 2013 when you got your eighth? No idea. Completely fucking different. I Who gives I don't a shit? I don't even know. forget that, yeah, there was the eight, and then there was one, like, New South Wales win that didn't really count, and then there was another three in a row. It so it was really 11 count. from 12. Right, so you you know what you're sounding like now? Yeah, now you sound like Penrith going, "We're undefeated in regular season games." Like, cool, dude, cool, but not in by games, but not in by games and in grand finals when it counts. Like, you're still one in a row against the second string Queensland side. Well, we're two in a row. We just won two games. Well, you're one series. Oh, one series. Well, yeah, I mean, we only had we're three and four years. So now, so now we're talking three and four. No, no, no. And essentially, we won last year. Oh, you did. Yeah. Look, we said the worst. Mate, we said no. This is the worst Queensland team. Yeah, but last year was the worst. No, no that was no, no, no. Um, at, mate. At in the, the history time, of the universe, the you, eight months is the is the uh, margin, margin for error. error. The so margin we're, for error is probably a million years. Is, but we but fucking we <laughs> we've got down, got down, down to eight months. So, so we no, said that at fucking, the start of the show. You are obviously, yeah, no. obviously not listening. Yeah, no. You are obviously not listening. That's all right. That's Back okay. in your box there. But so what does all what does this all mean to the punter and the dribbler? We're going to sweep them, is what it means. Get your brooms. Get out, your brooms boys. out. That's what we're saying. Do you have a broom, Dave? I, I do own a broom. Okay, well you you'll have to come in family, here but... dressed in a maid's outfit with yeah, a broom, a little little dress on, <laughs> and a little thong, French maid, <laughs> little thong. Yeah, we'll give you we'll give you uh you know you can shave your legs if you want. Yep, it's up to you. It's encouraged, just aesthetically. I think you'll look nicer. But... I think so. I think you look much higher. Um. I, a couple of things before we move on from Origin. And my God, it's been nice to... I'm just checking my notes as well. Yeah, that's you, fine. While you continue to um, into yarn, Tom. Just in the lead up to this game, Danny Widler dropped an article, I think yesterday, about Francis Molo 
So obviously there was a horrible story a few years ago. Francis Milo playing in like the Queensland Cup. He put a hit on this guy. I think his name was Sonny Ackerman. The guy died. James, James Ackerman. James Ackerman. Yeah. Mm. Horrible story. Obviously that's bad. Like obviously that's sad, right? Like that's terrible. But that's the sort of thing that would haunt Francis Moller and the family of fucking James Ackerman. Danny decides to drop the yarn on game day. Like, and it was like, you know, he gets to live his dream while we're still living a nightmare. And you're like, what the fuck is the point of that article? That just seems like it's unfair to fucking Francis Molo. Like, it's like, I'm not saying, obviously, the family's experience and how they're going is important, right? Like, no one's trying to dismiss the way they are feeling, but like, on the day of origin, to drop an article like that, that was sort of like, it just seems so classless and tacky and shit and just like you've got nothing else to write about on the day of fucking origin to like pump up the game and there's get everyone million, fucking jacked. There's a million, there's a million things you could write about and you've decided to go down that. Like I even think that you could just – like you could write about it in the lead up maybe to the week and just go like Francis Molo, you know, this. How's the Ackerman family? You know, maybe just – but like it was just so scat. And I just – and we had a fucking heap of people sending it to us as well. But just I just saw that I'm – you know, like – there are many things that journos do that are like scat, tacky, whatever, but like usually they're in a bit of the vein of the like rugby league humor realm. But then when you see that, you're like, that is just fucking classless, I thought. And like disappointing when you talk about like trying to, you know, put the game in the best light and it's like literally origin two day. And that's what Widler's going with. You're just like, Jesus Christ, dude, what a fucking dribbler. What a dribbler. What a, I don't know what you say to that. No, there's not much else. I just wanted to say that. The other one I thought was funny, though, was uh, which was in the P's and D's chat, Dobbo from Queensland. Did you see that? So Dobbo, who's like uh, the Channel 9 sports reporter on uh, in Queensland, he's also got like a radio show on Triple M. I know him. I used to work with him when I was working at Triple M. Nice dude. But he was on one of the Triple M... Oh, trying to fucking hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, so he was on the trip, one of the Triple M shows in Brisbane, and he's like, you know, uh, what what Queensland really need to do is get someone like Tino, who you know the Titans season's over, just get into Tino's ear and just say like, mate, just fucking get into Tommy early, get him out of the game. Who gives a shit if you get a ten week suspension? Yeah. Like, you listen to the audio of him saying that in what is clearly a person not speaking seriously. Because no one speaks like that, right? Like, no one is... We would have said similar shit. Of course we would. But, like, no one is seriously calling for that. And it's not like it's a fucking funniest joke you've ever heard. I'm not saying it, but, like, no one thinks that a man is serious when they're saying that. Now, whoever these fucking losers are who listen to radio, like, just... And, and call up and complain. Like, he got overload. Like, there were so many fucking complaints where the next day he had to come out and be like... I was joking, like, sorry, like, tweeting out jokes and shit. Ray Hadley goes on his morning show and fucking roasts him for, like, five minutes going, like, plays the audio and then he's like, you're not very funny, mate. You think you're fucking funny? Like, you know, if you want to be funny like Daryl Broman, and just, like, absolutely pillars him. And I'm like... And then he has to come out and apologise again and, like, apologise to Turbo's family and shit. I'm like, bro... 
When did people get so fucking serious? And you that's need what's to relax. That's what's crazy. Is you got someone like Ray Hadley, who's the most anti-PC fucking man on the planet, and yet being so and fucking yet being PC. so fucking PC about this, and just going in on Dobbo, and you're like, dude, this is fucking insanity. Bro, I just googled Ray Hadley apology, and there's just too many results. Like this man is no Correct. stranger to controversy. <laughs> just so, googled Ray so, Hadley like, apology. <laughs> That's it as well. There's like, like what seven hundred Google pages. Yeah, the irony of someone like him going and like he went so hard on him. He was just like bagging him out so hard. Which again, like whatever. But you just go and like this is. Apparently, I heard that it was just that Hadley was dirty because his show got taken off some of the Triple M regional stations. They just didn't. They like, like they switched him out for someone else, and he's just salty. I would never fucking clue if that's true or not. But oh, like, who, who the fuck? Who knows? the fuck knows? But it was just like such an unnecessary swipe at him in what was so clearly a joke. If you're gonna have a like, if you if you wanted if you see an opportunity to have a crack at Dubbo there, Ray Hadley, you got to do it in a like with a bit of jest. You know what I mean? Like have a fucking giggle back. Rather you know than trying I mean? to make Rather it serious, such a fucking serious cunt. Yeah, because it's it's very. Uh, shit energy to be around. Yes. And I don't want to sound woo-woo when I say that, but it's like, it's a bit gross. Yes. It's like, bro, relax. Like, you are very intense, <laughs> and I need you to bring it down a couple of fucking levels because yeah, you're ruining yeah, yeah. my day. <laughs> Listening to you is putting me on edge. The, I'm now the, anxious, and I don't know why. That's like, sh- calm the, the mentality fuck down. of, like, aggression. And, uh, like, yeah, and it's like, like road rage when some cunt's fucking losing it because he missed the yellow or something. Yeah, it's He's almost like, like Hadley's show on the horn is Whoa, bro. Whoa. Hadley Get shows the like, horn. Someone's just recorded a guy in his car having road rage. Is Ray Hadley's show. <laughs> mate, you shouldn't the horn shouldn't be used unless someone's on their phone and you're like, hurry up. Yeah, mate. exactly. Just hurry a little did, did. if you're a fucking if you're a big user of the horn, like in rage, I think you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. But it rates well on radio. Because old people love it. Well, yeah. Well, because that's because old people, and I've never really understood this. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I could be generalization generalizing here. That's generally what we do. Old people seem to get more pissed off as they get older. Shouldn't you get more relaxed? No, I think maybe they uh, like the fuse shortens after like a certain amount of years dealing with dead shits. I can understand that, but I feel like Hadley's always been like. Had hand on the horn. He's, he's been on the fucking horn. His he's been on the life. horn his whole life. He's never taken the fucking hand off the horn. And his response to Dobbo exemplified that because I was like, this is crazy town. And if you're one of the fucking losers who complain, firstly, you are just so beyond help in terms of being able to understand when someone's being serious or not. But also like, hey, don't be a fucking loser who complains and calls up like radio and be like, that's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> people people commit significant hours out of their life to complaining about shit. Bro. And you're, you're listening to Triple M and complaining about like, P, like essentially complaining for PC culture. Like, why are you listening to, yeah, Triple yeah, why listening to Triple M? Triple M's meant to be a bit more fucking, you know, if like... Yeah. If you are offended by that sort of shit, then you've gone looking for it. You're like, I'm going to go to the yeah. Yobbo station and I'm going to fucking listen for Yobbo shit. I'm going to yeah. complain. That's 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 Ned Flanders watching, like, the films at his house and then writing to the things. There's a Simpsons episode where he just complains to, like, every news show about... Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that it's Christians, but Christians, I think... Love to complain. <laughs> well, they're easily offended. The Christian. They're easily offended. The Christian. Not to say that this is a Christian situation here, but 
They'll defend Cardinal Pell, but they'll complain about Dobbo. <laughs> about Dobbo. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dobbo needs to be stopped. Dobbo. Protect Cardinal Pell. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Is that uh, Origin? Yeah, that's Origin. So, Tom, I don't know if any of our listeners are going to know this, but the A-League Grand Final was actually on yesterday. <laughs> Dude, you when you came in here and said that, I was <laughs> shocked. Because all I was thinking over the weekend was like, there's nothing on. Like, unfortunately, lockdown in a rugby league bye week waiting for Origin. Mate, Sydney FC was in the Grand Final. And people in New South Wales were like, well, Sydney specifically here, being like, there's nothing on. There's nothing to watch. Who? Like, it was not promoted at all. And the higher-ups at the FFA, sure, get out a fucking calendar. Like, <laughs> how did you not see Origin on that night? Dude, that like, is crazy. What? Uh, sorry, there's been bye week. We're in bye weekend territory. Pick a bye week. Put it on Saturday. <laughs> pick, pick, pick a bye weekend. Or but Saturday, but, but was Saturday just do a day earlier. Wide open. Saturday had nothing on. I might have even watched it. Probably so, not. But you might have. I might have. There was nothing on. The same day as Origin. <laughs> like... And then, and like, you imagine just being the FFA guys. Oh, maybe we'll get a bit of coverage in the in the in the news cycle. Though Sunday morning, then you wake up, Ronaldo Molitalo kicked out of fucking Origin for eligibility. It's like, oh, you're not going to get covered in any sort, mate. This like, whole weekend, no one's talking about it. Like, who won? won? Uh, Melbourne City yeah, won Melbourne three City one won. or four one something three like that. One, but yeah. like, then they'll turn around and go, "Whoop, the ratings are down this year." It's like, you what? Who is running that fucking mess? I would love to know. What their explanation Like is. next year, for example, Origin, they've abandoned the Sunday time slot. They go back to three Wednesdays. Why? Because they basically gave the AFL this whole weekend. Yes. They get Thursday, they get Friday, they get Saturday of uninterrupted fucking... Wall-to-wall like, AFL. Wall-to-wall AFL, right? Not good for the code. So they're fucking that off and they're going back to, you know, competing pubs. Yes. You know, pound for pound. This was their last opportunity, the A League, to get a fucking to get a free little window. Yeah, you know and what I mean? And they just go, fuck it, let's put it on an hour before origin and see if that rates. No, because what I think the what it'll do is, right, the bloody will get the lead in, everyone's watching the A League grand final, <laughs> and then bang, onto the origin. It's like, no, dude, you know what actually happens is that People have dinner and then People have dinner and get prepared. Or like Fox Sports start their coverage an hour before because they don't get the game. So people will just watch the fucking origin build up. Yeah, I, I cooked dinner yeah. until 7 o'clock and 8, and then I watched the fucking hour lead up. Yeah. That's what I did. That's how you do I it. I wasn't like, well, better watch the A-League and we'll eat. Dale, we'll eat after the origin. No, we'll <laughs> eat after the fucking game because the A-League's on and then New South Wales and Queensland are playing and then, you know, like, no, sorry, with the greatest respect. Um, that's one of the more bonehead moves in All administration time. history. Just an absolute shocker. While we're on shockers, Tom, this is like a shocker segment. Yeah, yeah. Shockers with Tom and Eddie. Tour de France started the other day. Oh, bro. So, stage one. Um, <laughs> this was the dumbest fucking thing. Some dickhead trying to get his placard, his card. I think it was a Sheila. I think it was a guy. 
I th- it looked like a woman. Oh, was it? Yeah, I some could be wrong. But they're but they're still looking for like the actual person to like arrest them or find them. Well, could you mate, I'd be up in the hills. Yeah, you'd be hiding. I mean, I'm not surprised. She could be dead. Such was the chaos that she caused. So, for clarity, if you haven't seen it, look it up. She or he is yeah, basically yeah, it, was, it was a she. It was a she. Yeah. She is fucking sticking her fucking right, her placard, her card out. Facing the camera. Facing the camera, trying to get on TV, not looking that the Peloton, in all its fucking glory, <laughs> 10, 12 wide and fucking 50 deep, uh, is powering towards her. It reminded me of uh, The Lion King when Mufasa, when all of that herd's running through that valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's is, what it was this like. This is wildebeest stuff. Yeah. And fucking clips a rider and brings down, like, the whole Peloton. Dude, that rider got run over by... Everyone in that thing. And yeah. then it was just full pile. It's like bikes going over his neck and, yeah. head and shit. Yeah. It was like the epitome of what is wrong with, and if I can sound like an old 32 year old man, but like just the, the, like the, the look at me generation of like, let me get on camera with this fucking sign. Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at where the Peloton's coming from, you fucking idiot. Look, look, if you, if, if your whole MO was to get on TV. You got it redone. You did. No, no, no. Go, go down to fucking Parliament House and I'm sure there'll be a reporter down there and you can just stand behind them. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Like, if, like, were you there for the bike racing or the fucking cameras? Because if it was for the cameras, then you, well, way easier places to tell go. Tell you what, though, if you if you if your goal was to go viral, she gone viral. Oh, I mean, if that was the play, then you've done well, but probably viral for the wrong reason. Was there any injury, like serious injuries, off the back of that, Dave? Can you? Yeah, check? there was a couple. That Peloton actually came down again in this final sprint home. Yeah, the, the sprint that. home gets really hairy, McClary. People start to jostle for position and shit. And there was another crash, and like a couple of guys have had to retire. Again, the whole peloton comes down. And it just makes me think to myself, these guys are fucking savages. Yeah. Going as quick as they do, wearing little lycra shorts, coming down onto fucking hard asphalt and getting ridden over the top of by like 70 blokes. It sounds like utter hell. It sounds like hell. It's funny because I don't – I have always found the Tour de France uh, to be – quite a low energy experience for me when trying to engage in it but i do know there's that a lot of there's a lot of test cricket about it in the in the sense that like not a lot happens but a lot is happening yes i used to stay up back before well we did it we used to watch it even when we lived yeah, together at uni well, when you're at uni and you stay up to three o'clock every morning smoking billies and living your life I used to love watching it because it would go to like two o'clock. I used to fucking love it. I yeah. can't. I can barely watch the start now. I'm basically in bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I used to fucking love the tour because of the way that it's sort of just like you know you're just looking at nice sort of scenery, scenery and just sort and of coastline, and then shit happens. Every Is now Phil now. Liggett still doing the damn thing? Well, when I was watching it. They, because I know back in the day, the first half used to be like the domestic shit Australian commentators. Check and then they'd, and then they'd go to Phil for the back end. Yeah. So I don't know if when I was watching, it was just the too early for Phil or yeah. if Phil's no longer with us. I don't know. I mean, I, as Phil was probably... Is Phil I, with us still? No, Phil's still with us. I don't think Phil's passed. Phil is still with us. Um, Thank God. Just go Phil League at SBS. Yeah. <laughs> um... But, yeah, so that, I mean, I think we're just talking to that bitch, obviously, respectfully, um, knocking over an entire peloton. But I will try and consume a little more of the uh, tour. But, again, like, it's fucking, as you say, it's late at night. Like, I'm 
I hope they've still got the. They used to do like a half an hour review show every night, which See, is like a condensed version. That's probably too hard for me to watch. Yeah. yeah. Even though they're like giving you the highlights, it's like. I'm, it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic for me to sit around and watch a half an hour cycling. At dinner time. At dinner time. Review show. Uh, as that's, much as you liked it. As much as I'd love to, that's just not going to happen. Um, but he's, yeah, that what, was. No word on Phil. Calling it, he's not calling it anymore. He said. The, they got rid of Phil, the greatest voice well, of all time. He, he, he in used to call it with the other dude, Paul Sherwin. Yeah, right? I remember. Yeah. Paul Sherwin passed away. Uh, Did he? So I think they just kind of retired that combination. And that's yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So what? Phil Liggett is the goat. Phil of is the man. He's the Ray fucking Warren of cycling. He's the David Attenborough of cycling. <laughs> He's the David Attenborough of cycling. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. What a waste of a voice. What's that fucking voice doing? Look, I, I'll give you the hot tip. If the dead shits I heard the other night uh, are his replacement, worst call all time. Can you just Google what's Phil Liggett doing now? Because yeah. if he's just sitting at home, like, commentating around the house, that's fuck. That's a waste of a voice. I don't know how old Phil is. Maybe he's like, you know what? Phil will be getting on. Phil Liggett, he is 77. Okay. Not that old. Well, it's not that young either. Well, what kind of he could be in great nick though? Sure, but he's uh, definitely like on the fourteenth, fifteenth well, hole. Ray? Ray's Ray's in his eighties, I think. Yeah, it's not saying much about what he's up to these days. Actually, besides. there's no way Ray's in his eighties. He was Ray's defending Lance Armstrong. Can you see how old Ray Warren is? Yeah, I'm guessing he's in his late seventies. I think he's eighty-one. Is he really? He's seventy-eight. There you go. Thank you very much. I know my rabs. <laughs> Dior's got a video for us of uh, Conrad Harrell or yeah. some shit. Yeah, well, Conrad what on the chong? Playing for Leeds. I don't think it's on the chong, no. I don't think he's on the chong. <laughs> can you turn it so I can see it as well, Dave? Or is this like, do I fucking, do I matter? The look you just gave me there. <laughs> Who I, like, I did? Yeah. Yeah, when you, you like, said, is he on the chong? Is this, okay, can you just give us some context of what we're watching? Conrad Harrell currently playing for Leeds Rhinos in the Super League. Um, this is a video I saw this morning about an incident that happened to him, which will become clear after you watch it. Sweet. Oh! Cuz. He got fucking dropped. Yeah. Go again? Gonna, yeah. Oh! Holy hell. That guy can fucking throw. Who well, is that? Well, he fucking landed him, didn't he? Who is that number I, four? I'll have a look. He's a beast. That was a fucking... He hit him He hit him well. Two shots and he just went down. He was out with the first yeah, one. Yeah, he was. Now, I mean, like... Who knows what the fuck sparked that, but... Who cares? Well, I mean, Conrad got fucking fed there. That's, that's, all we, that's what we do know. That's what we do uh, know. Lee Mossop. Oh, Lee Mossop. Yeah. Mossop. Yeah. Is he any relation to Rex Mossop? Probably not. Uh, Although maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Is he, a, is he an international Lee Mossop? The name just sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. So, is it a, he took, uh, so Conor Harrell took offence to Mossop's action in a tackle and that sparked a melee, which resulted in two red cards. Uh, you'd think uh, Mossop got one. Yeah, um, Conor Harrell had to go for an HIA. Fuck off, an HIA. <laughs> you don't come back from getting KO'd flat. Well, if he passes, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, no relation to Rex. Okay, there you go. That's the way it goes. Edward, Test Championship. Obviously, we've been following this 
closely for a long time with Australia and New Zealand, obviously our two nation states, um, battling it out with obviously everyone else in the world. Um, Australia robbed over the summer. Um, Don't want to get into it, but basically we were robbed. I can't even remember if there's any justification for me saying that. There was... We got like points taken off us for uh, for a slow overrate. Correct, that's right. And then yeah, we is that why we missed out? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Qualify, I think yeah. so yeah. Um, Jesus Christ! I I heard something. I was reading something the other day. I hope I get this right. I may not, but basically, it was saying that the Test Championship was such a mess in the way that its points would design and stuff that you would get more points for a drawn two match series than you would for an away Ashes win. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. The, the, there was the problem with like if you're gonna do shit like this, you have to make the scoring system crystal fucking clear because it's the only way that you can truly engage like an audience. It, like if I know that I get two points for a rugby league win and that any other team that wins any other game is gonna get two points. Oh, I'm four points behind Eddie. Well, I need two wins. He needs two losses. Then we're like, you need to make it fucking crystal clear so people can follow it. The Test Championship, I at no point ever knew exactly what was going on and what our chances ever were or what we had to do to fucking get anywhere. Like, the fact that you can get docked points in a Test Championship for a slow overrate, Ivan, thinks fucking ridiculous. Surely that seems like a weird thing to... You know, like well, I, I, but I, I well, I get where they're coming from because the overrates are fucking painfully slow, and it's their way of saying speed the fucking thing. I up. get that, but surely you can find players. They try. Fucking, yeah, they don't really care, do they? When you got, they don't give of a dollars. fuck. It didn't work. Anyway, but yeah, they just need to do fucking something to make that easier to consume. But we are both half Kiwi, whether you like it or not, at home, and Kiora, baby, yeah, fucking test champs. Test champs, baby. What did you think of the mace? I didn't even see it. Or is that not the thing that's world number one? Isn't that always the mace? Is that like that long stick with the ball in the end? Nah, uh, maybe that's the same one they gave out for. Because that's like if you're the number one test team in the nation, you have the long stick with a ball in the end, like a cricket ball. Is it the same? No, no, no. This one's a lot bigger. It's pretty fucking big, dude. They're like... Is it the same? Have you seen the photo of this? No, get the photo up and yeah, I'll... Yeah, i get the photo. I'll let you know. Because I've seen like... I've seen teams with this... With the thing that's in my head when you're the world when you're the number one team in the world, right? Okay, which it's it's pretty thug. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fucking cool. If it's the one that I'm thinking, it's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, like can you see? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's oh, it. so it's been yeah. doing the rounds. Yeah, that's it's been doing you. the rounds. No, no, no. That's okay. just like if you're the number one test team in the world, you get that. Yeah, right. Um, oh, I like it. Yeah, it's fucking mad. And New Zealand, dude, fucking their whole country can fit inside Sydney. Like they can't stop those motherfuckers, mate. And that's their first ever international cricket trophy. They've never won a World Cup in 2020. That's crazy. And you know what? I'm happy for them. For us, Mm. like they fucking got absolutely robbed of the one day. They needed a sixth day. Yeah. So was that just because it pissed rain? Emergency day. So is that they needed a result? Because you had to have a result. There's an emergency day. Didn't get one. They should have made it a timeless test. I heard that was getting thrown around. See, that that's been a pretty dope. I would Go actually back to the old timeless. That would be pretty cool to make the final of the test championship a timeless test. What I would say though is. Let's never ever hold it the final in England ever again. No, no, well, never I again. Wanted to go back to the spiritual yeah, home of cricket. Fuck that, dude. No one's. Uh, why don't you play it at the fucking MCG? Get a hundred thousand in. People there. want a fucking test match. Well, not do MCG and have a road, but like, it's it just seems well, like I know what you mean, but, but it yeah, just seems I mean. crazy. Probably SCG. SCG. Let's do the SCG. 
um, timeless test SCG, no matter who's playing. It just seems like a fucking dumb place to play cricket that matters. Obviously, the Ashes, well, you have a, to do well, it every... Well, well, if you went there for a five-fucking-test series, sure, I get it. But it's a one-off test. It just rains in England all the time. Just It just rains all the time. And they don't seem to care enough to build anything with a fucking roof on it, so... You are well, their the grounds aren't nearly big enough. No, I know, exactly. But they're tiny. They're, they're tiny. Grounds. Yeah, they're like The biggest crowns are like fucking 20,000. Yeah. Like, bro, like it's... What like, is that about? I don't know. I don't know. Get it together, ECB, you fucking losers. Like, mate, Lords is probably the size of Bell Reeve. We don't even fucking play test. No. Do you know Get it mean? together. Get it on. Like, what, show some respect to the game. Yeah, or is it just like, does, does no one care about cricket in England? I know football's they number do. one, but Canada like cricket's pretty big. But is it just more the bourgeoisie, rich motherfuckers? I think, I think, I the think crowd it, didn't even look that big at the Test Championship. Like, I think well, it's, I think it's more bougie, bougie. Yeah, Although yeah, yeah. the fucking Barmy Army seem pretty rogue to me. Well, they are rogue, but that's because bougie pricks can be rogue. That's true. They can be very, very rogue. What What are we saying? We're, what we're saying essentially is that all cricket that matters should be played in the SCG. Well, it can rain in Sydney as well, but it certainly yeah. Like, but not let's much. let's build some stadiums with roofs. Let's build some cricket grounds. It takes with away roofs. from it a bit. I don't like the. Roof. You only need the roof if it's raining. Yeah, but I like. But like, it needs to come all the way back. Yeah, yeah. but you of course let's do that. We yeah, can put the, people yeah, rovers on at, Mars at Etihad at Marvel Stadium, whatever it's called. Now. They play twenty twenty games there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it comes all. But also, back. just make it timeless. You, don't you have to worry. only need the roof if it's raining. Yeah, not a problem. Um, problem fixed. Problem solved. Problem solved. Is there anything else that we need to cover off on as a podcast, as friends, as family, as, as lovers, people. as people, before we move on to everyone's favourite segment, the Dribbler Dribbles? Uh, Justice Honey not being in the Olympics. That's sad. That is sad. I feel bad for Justice. Gal said he was going to get him out of the Olympics and... He sort of did in a sense, but it was more just he allowed himself to get punched so much that Justice fucked all the ligaments in his hands. It's unfortunate. But I, I it's, But it's in a, the boxing world, the Olympics is like... No, but in like an athlete world, the Olympics is like a notch on the belt. But I mean, is the Olympics even going to go ahead? Who the fuck knows? Apparently, can you look this up, Dior? The Olympics is in a month's time. Yeah. And everyone in Japan's like, hey, no. One month. <laughs> um, when does the Olympics start? Friday, 23 of July. That's less than a month. There you go. There has been... Fuck all hype. Well, dude, because it's a COVID year and everyone's like, is it even going to happen? But where's the hype been? Where's the hype? Well, there's no hype because no one even knows if it's going to go ahead and everyone's yeah. kind of like, it's not really that important what time to is people. It? What time is it in Tokyo? I think you're like nine hours, hours ahead. Like, oh, two oh, hours. that's nice. No, I wait. I'll, that's nice. Oh, hang on, don't trust me. With well, don't trust me either. I have been to Japan, but I don't fucking... I've also been to That Japan. was a long time ago. It's 8.52am. Oh, they're an hour behind. Oh. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. Oh, are they going to fucking run all the events on Yank time again? Surely not. You don't do that. Remember that? In Rio, they had the fucking swimming finals at like one in the morning. No. For the Yanks. Didn't know that. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Pissed um, me off. What does this all mean for us, the punter and the dribbler? Who, well, knows? who knows? Dude, we've covered a few Olympics in our time, haven't we? Or have we just done Rio? You and I. Yeah. On the podcast? Yeah. Just one. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> So that's four years ago, Rio. Was that the last one? Five years. Five years, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just one, dude. 
We probably barely got Rio in. I think no, no, we definitely Rio got Rio. Early. No, no, we definitely got Rio. We, yeah, it was early. About? I don't remember what we were talking about. Do you remember when we were talking about in Rio uh, how all of the uh, American NBA players all stayed on yachts and shit off the oh, coast? Yeah. And yeah. the Australian the NBA... had to make their own yeah. fucking shower yeah. curtains. Bogut had like a fucking trundle and then another trundle at the end of his trundle <laughs> yeah. so he could be long enough in it. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. trundles. And they were lit- there's literally videos of them doing their own shower curtains. Shower curtains, curtains and shit. That, yeah. While like, you know... Kobe and shit. I don't know if Kobe was playing RIP, but like there are literally in like fucking mega yachts nah, off Kobe the coast. Wasn't, but like, fucking, you don't reckon Kobe was playing nah, nah, fucking four years ago? No, nah, no, nah, they him and LeBron and shit play early, and they don't so they don't play again. LeBron hasn't played for a couple of Olympics. Really? He, he didn't, I think he played in London, maybe, but definitely not Rio. Bron didn't play in Rio. No, nah, they like the summer off. They're like that's fuck true. It, like get a get one. Fuck. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, no LeBron. No, who was the other one you said? Kobe, Kobe. wouldn't Kobe yeah, wouldn't have no played? Kobe, no way. No. Was Kevin Durant even there? Yeah, Kevin Durant. Was he was who there. was in the team? Uh, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan, Kyle Lowry, Harrison Barnes, DeMar DeRozan, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George. Like, no Steph Curry. Even, Draymond you know Green I mean? and Carmelo. Steph? No. No Steph. They win one, they fuck So off. Steph would have won one already? Yeah. He would have won in London. So he would have been playing in London? Yeah, I reckon, yeah. Go to the London US basketball team. Yeah. That just seems like a long time ago for Steph. I think he, was, I, I think he would have been playing. I could be wrong. Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't have been. I, he would have been at Rio then, for no, sure. I don't think so. Tyson Chandler. Has he won a gold Durant, medal? LeBron. Um, well, Steph wasn't in this 2012 team, so yeah. I don't think so. Interesting. Just doesn't give so a fuck. So he's Narbrado. Yeah, Kobe and um, LeBron were in this team. Get okay. Steph up. Yeah, well, no, just go to, go to the fucking Japan Olympics, or have they not picked that yet? Would they not have picked that team? Maybe. I'll see. Just go to Steph Curry's Wikipedia and yeah. see... Well, we can tell he hasn't fucking won one. He wasn't at Rio. Do you want me to search Olympics? Um, oh, he withdrew from consideration for Brazil because he was injured. Okay, there you go. Uh, so maybe he will go to Tokyo to get yeah. gold. Yeah. Look, go go, Steph Curry, Tokyo Olympics. Well, just Yeah, but I would be interested just in who's in the Tokyo Olympics. Anyway, how about Ben Simmons, bro? Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Now Holy he's probably, fuck. He is... He, like... Mate, he's been getting lit up. Bro, he's been getting torched. Like, absolutely fucking torched. And then when you look at, like, his shooting, you're like, well, I get it. He just he's, was, like, he's terrified to shoot the ball. His free throw percentage was the worst... Of, of people that have taken more than 73 free throws in a finals, his shooting percentage was the worst. He's ever. got the yips bad. He's got the yips big time. Like, he had open dunks and passed the ball because he didn't want to get fouled. Because then he'd have to shoot. Because then he'd have to shoot. Like, he was yipped to within an inch of his life. And now, like, everyone's like, he's done at Philly. Uh, boy, he's done at Philly. He's Apparently, done. he doesn't train very hard. Like, doesn't work hard at all. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, and he gets coddled by his family and shit. That's what I heard. But, you know, when he should be in the gym shooting three free That's throws. That's all you know. should be doing. But also, now there's yarns of him saying, like... He's got worse, statistically, since yeah. he... Started Since his him, yeah. first year, yeah. But they're saying that he's like going to fucking pull out of uh, pull out of the Olympics. No, he's done. He's out. So he can work on his shooting. Like, bro, go and fucking defend the honor of your nation and work on your shooting there. Like, what are you doing? I know. I Fuck agree. you, dude. Go to the go and play the Olympics. Yeah, we we like. I remember a couple of years ago, like fucking oath, got Ben Simmons in the Boomers. Like he said he was an Australian, and she yeah. was like, yeah, fucking oath. Now he's he never fucking plays the Boomers. Like, he's like, okay, I don't want to play for the Boomers. I want to work on my shooting. I'm like, maybe that's a good environment to, to get better at shooting. Yeah, go and fucking go and get in an environment of players who, some of whom 
uh, you know, like NBL players. I'm sure there's not many uh, playing for the Burmers. But, you know, like those ones who it's like where they're not going to be able to fucking – they're not set for the rest of their life financially. And maybe it's good to go and surround yourself with a few grinders and hustlers and train hard, you fucking – yeah, but also get around a bit of camaraderie, get yeah. around the boys, relax a little bit. Like, you going back in the gym is going to be That's tense. also true. That's also true. Take a load off. Hang you know around I mean? some Take Aussies. Take a load off. Hang around some fucking Aussies. Get back to what you know. You've been in Yankville for too long. Going on one with the boys. Yeah. Have a good time. Play a bit of basketball. No one expects you to do that well. Like, we know you're not going to win. But you might medal. Yeah, but it's sweet. And if you don't, then who gives it? We don't well, give a Well, I fuck. won't be happy with that. We're ranked third in the world, I think, as a basketball but you, know, but you know what I'm... But, like, we're not fucking crying. It's not the... Certainly not the pressure that Kath was under, for example. No, Do you no, know what I mean? No, you're not under Kath pressure. You're not under Kath pressure. So go and take a load off. Have a couple of fucking Victoria bitters or have a couple of blokes even with the boys and enjoy yourself. Yeah. And go and shoot some free throws in your spare time and work on in-game shooting at the Olympics. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I would say. I wonder, is there any yarn about where he'll end up? Uh, I heard... I don't know how much truth in this, but someone was saying that he needs to go and be under the tutelage of someone that fucking has worked his ass off. Like he needs he needs leadership from a, an established older man, yeah. like like a like a LeBron James. Oh, and they're both managed by the same person, like and same he company. calls him little brother and shit. Like LeBron would fucking show him the way. So get him lazy. LeBron would be like, blah 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 blah. Nah, you need to do... Well, you want to be great? You got to do this. Oh, I'm Show sorry, dude. Work. Yeah. Listen, it's all well and good to fucking dress real fly on the way to the game, but bruh. Bruh. Spend a mil on your body and Two start mil. training your cock off. Two mil, bruh. Two mil on the body, train the cock off. Look like this in year 17 or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Well, so, do some... Juice up a little bit as well. I'm pretty sure the NBA uh, drug testing is very lax. So, yeah, but I mean, get on the phone to Bronson Cherry. I don't have size as the issue. It's just no, 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 dude. It's not about just size. Like it's not about getting big. It's like your athletic ability improves if you dope. Yeah. So you can jump higher, run faster, recover quicker, and there are many people out there who go, oh, LeBron's still doing it at 37, is he? Hmm, I wonder how he's doing that. Hmm. <laughs> now, that's not to say he wouldn't be the best anyway. I'm not saying that, but it's just more like about longevity in the game. Sure. Some say that with the NBA, it's easier to, you know. Sure. Get that molten lava, piss, piss. Do we move on to dribbles? Yes. Did you have anything for us? No, oh, well, um, Steph Curry's not in the team. Yeah, okay. Right, there you go. He, just, he, he withdrew? Yeah. Hmm? He's withdrawn. I don't know if he's withdrawn or not put his name well, up. Yeah, he's certainly not not getting picked, right? Like, yeah. Like, let's relax. He let's almost assume. got MVP this year. Yeah, let's I think assume he came it. second in the yeah. voting. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. turned it down. He's definitely turned it down. <laughs> but, um, we can assume he's turned it down. Before we leave Olympics, I just wanted to give a heartfelt sucked into Sun Yang. Oh, yeah, Sun Yang out, Morgmouth. Banned again. I don't understand how that thing was still going. Like, he was banned, he was let back in, he was banned, let back in, now he's gone again. Congrats, Morgmouth. Yep. The OGs will get that. <laughs> um, Let's dribble. Dave's got a moustache. Hold on, Eddie, before you oh, go. I do. That's so what's right. this new thing? Talk us I through I like that. it. Talk us through the moustache, bro. Well, I mean, you know, we're in two weeks of lockdown. I thought if any time's the time to try a bit of a new look in mm. case it didn't go too well. That's I'd a good point. It, Is this a new look? Uh, this, it might Have be you ever had it around. before? No, I've... 
it's only been like, you know, a bit of stubble type vibe in the beard. I've only been clean shaven like once since I finished school. You've got a fucking beard on you, dude. You like, wait, how old are you when you started getting facial hair and pubes? You don't have to tell me pubes, but just mainly facial hair. It must hair. have been like, it must like in year 12 at school, it must have been 18-ish it started, but it did really start to flourish after school. Dude, so you didn't get really, because cool. your beard's fucking better than, well, certainly mine. Eddie will probably give you a run for your money. Eddie's had a beard for a long time. I mean, it probably started creeping in at school, but it never really got fully defined and like stopped being patchy till yeah, just yeah, after yeah. school, which is good because a man of my short stature <laughs> needs something just to kind of, you know, notify people that, oh, this dude's not 15. No, he's yeah, yeah. This 24. dude's a man, man. Yeah, he's a man. <laughs> and now, yeah. This dude's a man. And now I think the beard has developed enough that I'm confident enough to go with just the mo. Would you ever think about, like, yeah. about, Putting a little tickler on there. I was thinking about that because the because the shadow of the mic was it given is. a bit of a tickler oh, yeah. or just a little chin, a little goatee down the bottom, little just a little bit you, of real estate any, down any the bottom of the chin. The tickler? Any opinion there? Not, no, I haven't given it too much thought. It's a bit uh, look like Kirk Pengilly. Yeah, that's in excess. It is. Yeah, it's for those bit, of you that are over the age of thirty-two. It's a little bit exotic, maybe a bit. Well, maybe exotics. Oriental maybe me, exotics. Yeah. What we need in these trying times. Yeah, yeah. you're an exotic guy, though. <laughs> a South guy, African yeah. Jewish man yeah, living in Vaucluse who goes to Queensland. Spice rum and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? From fucking Barbados, <laughs> whatever that rum was. You got us. Good rum, by the way. Great rum. Great. But that's rum. exotic. Mm. Yeah, it is exotic. I think the the mo and the mullet work well together. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that's the when you get exotic, the mullet kind of loses its thing. Or the mullet kind of looks seedy if you have a tickler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the moustache and the mullet, you look cool. If yeah. you throw in a tickler there or a soul yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah, speaking yeah. of soul patches, I swear we might have spoken about this before, but I'm speaking about it again. Robbo from AFL 360 has the most obnoxious soul patch I've ever seen. Not just in sport, not just ever. It looks like a fucking palm leaf. <laughs> Like on the bottom of his lip, like pointing out, like it is so fucking long. <laughs> it is humongous, dude. And then when he bites his bottom lip when he's talking, he's like, and then it like sprawls out, like in front of his face. Like, I'm like, there's no one in, I've never seen anyone in the AFL world even talk about it. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This is the biggest soul patch we've got. In the, it's in the history of the country. In the history of the country, maybe the world, the biggest soul patch, and no one's addressed it. It's humongous. Dave, look, I think I think there's probably something in that, Tom. Do we do we submit his soul patch to Guinness World Records? <laughs> we have to, dude. We have to send can him we, to Guinness. Just, just go, listen, we've got a soul patch that needs that measuring. Needs igno- we need, it needs measuring and it needs acknowledgement. It, it needs and, to be put and, up in lights. And look, we don't know for sure, but we're, we're pretty fucking certain that once verified, this thing gets the gold. This thing, absolutely. Can you just, Dave, Google how to register for a Guinness World Record? Because I want to see if we can sign up right now to get, I think Mark Robinson's his name. Mark Robbo Robinson's soul patch is... Get it certified. We've got to get that thing certified. Here we go. I think they bring, they send someone well, they out. they send someone out. We could send a brand to the fucking studio. Or he's going, yeah, yeah, he's going to be here at this time. It's like, I'm here to measure your soul patch, Mark. <laughs> the Guinness World Records. It's 
fucking huge. Dude, that would be fucking funny. Be like, what are you talking about? Like, what you, and, and then and then the, and then the Guinness World Record going, what do you mean? What am I talking about? Look at your soul patch, bro. This yeah, thing's yeah. clearly a record yeah, breaker. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need to get this thing verified. We need to get so this thing verified. Into the quick next edition. Yeah. So we can get it into the twenty twenty two. That's it for the edition. for the Christmas for the Christmas stock. Yeah, the twenty twenty two comes out in probably November. Yeah, December. they'd be fucking looking to print pretty soon. We need to get this thing in there. You might need a couple of pages though because it's so big. Oh, like a fold out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Any answers? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you got to sign up for an account and do the application forms and whatever, and then they'll check. We're doing that. We're, We're doing, doing that. Like, I mean, we need to. It's we have duty. to do it. It's our duty. So, look, I reckon let's just. I just want to get up his soul patch right now. <laughs> I think the the difficulty we'll run into is the the specific definitions around what's a, when does a soul patch become an actual beard? Oh no, dude! Because he, it? you can tell it's like it doesn't connect to the bottom of his yeah, chin. Okay. It's like shaved. It's like he's gone and he lifts that up. And then mm. shaves under it, so this thing can just like hang down. It's like a waterfall off mm. of his lip. Mm. It's I, where, well, I, it's worth it's worth thinking about though. I think we might be breaking new ground because I mean, there's longest beard and there's longest mustache, but those obviously have specific parameters around where the hair comes from. Mm. I don't think there's any longest soul patch yet. Okay, this thing is fucking absurd. I don't know what to do about it either. Like it. It's hard to tell from these photos, but I'm going to... i tell you what we'll do today. Have you got work to do today, Dave, or have you got some time? No, I haven't got much to do. We need to get a collection of fucking Mark Robinson soul patches together, basically to, for submission to Guinness, because they're going to want to see, like, some proof, right? They're going to be like... They're to see a few angles and stuff. Yeah, they're going to want to know that, you know, if they're going to send someone out to inspect a fucking soul patch that they know they're going to get... Their money's worth. Holy fucking hell. Here you go, Edward. Jesus. That's a mother. Oh That's a soul patch you set your watch to. And I mean, we just have to. Here we go. Look at like it, it's, it splays across the whole bottom of his lip and then goes down. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a very serious photo of Mark Robinson. Well. You take yourself seriously if you put that much work into a soul patch. You know what I mean? Like, that's a cultivated soul patch, the likes of which you've never fucking seen before in your life. <laughs> like, that would be year-round garden attendance. You know what I mean? Like, it's you need a fucking... A, it's such a weird life choice. It is, dude. Like, a commitment to a soul patch is such a bizarre... <laughs> it's so bizarre. Because that's not something he does for, like, a fucking week or, like, Dave in lockdown with a mo, which looks good, by the way, Dave. Thanks. But, like, the soul no, this patch this is his every day. Yeah. This is yeah. his... It's funny how many media personalities think they need a look. <laughs> like, I mean, I get, you know, like, okay, sure, wear a bandana, Peter Fitzsimons, but the soul patch, I mean, like, I would... You know, some people might think the bandana's weird. The soul patch is far more distasteful yeah. and uh, transparent than the bandana. Like, we get it, Robbo. You want to be the soul patch guy. Yeah, yeah, we get it. At least it. you can take the bandana off. You can take the bandana off. That soul patch is with you, unless you want to shave it off. But, I mean, you don't put that much work into a soul patch and then just shave it off. Then I think mm. once the soul patch gets that big, a part of your soul resides in the In soul the patch. patch. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it's for. Yeah. Um, so, today we will be registering Mark Robinson for a Guinness World Records. So much one four over the top of New South Wales. Oh, I know, dude. I know. I love it. Fuck. Oh, I was tackling cable was sick. I felt rather. Yeah, dude. We also. What about fucking Tommy's four tackle set? 
No, the fucking the the tri-saver on coats just oh banging his arm out. Is this recording? No. Yes, it is. Yeah, mate. F- yeah. Well, so the tackle on coats was fucking ridiculous. But there was a set there where he made four tackles in, in a, a row. row. Yeah. Just like just out of first, just out of fucking first marker. Bang, 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 bang. bang, bang. bang. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, bro. That's how it's done. And then, yeah, to- on Felt. Felt just looked like he was getting too caught up in the... Uh... What are you listening to? It's his, it's his stories. Who, Toto's? Yeah. Yeah, his fucking tackle on Felt. Felt just trying to get caught up. He just seemed like he was getting caught up in the niggle. And it was just like, nah, dude. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle, but you ain't up to it, bro. You were selected by... Former Queensland coach Paul Green. Surely you don't play again. Um, look, if I'm Paul Green, former Queensland coach. For, if I'm former Queensland coach Paul Green, and in in saying that, I'm implying that I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I do pick him again. That's true. Do you know what I mean? I'd be thrown in a few more Cowboys players. You know what I'd be doing? I think if Justin O'Neill deserves a recall, maybe. Do you know what I'm doing? Jazzy yeah. O'Neill back. Yeah. If I'm Paul, if I'm Paul Green, I'm I'm not changing a goddamn thing. Mm. And I'm telling the boys, I'm not fucking leaving. That's what I'm telling the boys. Go out there and redeem yourselves. Yeah, you know what that I mean. That is exactly what former Origin coach Paul Green would do. Like even if Pong is available, I'm I'm picking Holmes at fullback for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, because you've picked him for the first two games, so you just – you know what works, yep. what doesn't work. Yeah. Well, you definitely know what doesn't work. Well, exactly. But you've got to give yourself another Well, shot. no, well, Paul Green does know what works. Thurston works. You mean former Queensland coach Paul Green? He knows that Thurston works. Thurston not available. Did, did Queensland give former Queensland coach Paul Green a second year? I don't know. I just don't, don't know. No. We'll, we'll see how his um – Game three goes. Yeah, if it's a uh, anything less than a thirty point loss. Yeah, would you give him another year, Dave? <laughs> you would, would not. wouldn't you? I know. You just, all you need, like it's not hard. Get a room, few pens and paper. Cam Smith, Thurston, Cronk, Slater, and then let like the team just watch over their shoulders. Can I tell you it something? Can't be worse than Paul. Can I tell? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? And yeah. this is coming from a bloke who watched the eight in a row as a New South Welshman. When you don't have the cattle, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't have the cattle. There are cattle there. Nah. You don't sh- have the cattle. Got- They're shit cattle, though. Mm. You don't have the cattle. Yeah. Like, the cattle is the cattle I mean, that we I have. I understand. You've che- got cattle. Like, Cherry Evans is a cattle. weak point, but I don't think he brings well, down I don't think the I, Well, Munster like did pack, fucking dick last like night more as well. Than what do you our, do? What do you do? He put in two of the kicks that almost got it. He gave that pass to Coates where he almost scored, but Cherry... Uh, but Munster put in two kicks. That almost led to tries. Munster is and elite. Gave Munster pass. is elite. I'm not saying he's... I like, love Munster, but what like do you at full do? strength, At full strength, you've got a good spine. That's it. Like your your pack's not as good as ours, and your outside backs aren't fucking even in our fucking mm. on our worst day. Yeah. You wouldn't get close. No, you wouldn't get close. So I'm just I'm sitting here thinking to myself, have Queensland got the cattle? And the answer is no, they don't have the cattle. That's just a quick answer. What we did want to say though is Tommy Turbo's tackle on Coates just slapping his arm out was the height of alpha energy, where it's just like. Well, as Joey said, it's just he's just so intelligent. Because Tommy even said, he goes, look, I knew he was going to go for the one-arm put-down because 
that was all he had. So what do I do? I just that was his cock. He slapped his arm with as well. No one knew that because um, it was so quick, like a snake's bite. Uh, and it knocked the ball straight out of Codes' arm. But obviously I'm talking to myself because Eddie's text messaging. So Yeah, we've already talked about it. Eddie's disrespecting you, the audience, and to my face disrespecting me, um, which is fantastic. So thank you so much. What were we saying? Uh, let's dribble. Let's bring this bitch home. Yeah. Tom, Eddie, Dave, Punners, and... It's uh, Hammerfist calling in Sweet. Yeah, he can't lose. Um, could you just play the start out? I just wanted to hear the crew that he shouted out because it sounded like a funny name. Yep. As we, I'm going to sink down with you here. I'm going to let him get comfortable. Tom, Eddie, Dave, punters, and it's uh, Hammerfist calling in here. Look, I'd just like to have a quick shout out to my boy, uh, little Betty Boo Beaumont, back down south, and the rest of the core crew. Betty Boo, Betty Boo Beaumont and the core crew? Something like that. Sounds like a hot crew, dude, down south. Sound like a hot crew. Shout out to Betty Boo Beaumont. Do you reckon they do a lot of fucking that crew? They might, dude. It sounded sexy. Betty Boo Beaumont and the core crew? Something like that. Down south? Shout out to you. Let's move on. Hi, boys. <clears throat> just listening to the current dribbles going about the transgender topic in the Olympics. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush, and I'm just going to say what most people are probably thinking. All due respect to transgender people out there, but it's fucking bullshit. Um, you develop as a man, your bone density and like the whole way your body um, is constructed is different to a woman growing up and then obviously you've made the change now but that doesn't change any of the other factors so I think it's a big old load of dog shit but um, yeah what do I know alright cheers boys see ya I know what he's saying I know what he's saying look I think that I mean was it as eloquently put as you and I no but he's you know he's just a he's just a punter and a dribbler trying to make sense of the world and I don't know whether I'm caught in a fucking echo chamber of my own thoughts like you can be online, but I feel like most people find this to be a crazy situation. Because well, I just hey, heard someone put it, sorry, I, so the way I heard someone put it well where it's like there's biological truths, right, male, female, but gender, obviously, you know... The, the gender is fluid. Fluid. So you what you be, identify yeah, as. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But sport should be biologically based, not gender based. So it's like if you are a man, you, or biologically, then you take on men. Even if you're doing your testosterone and this and that, like, it's not gender specific. Like, could, could the person in question whose name escapes Laurel me, Hubbard. Could Laurel not compete with the men as a woman? 
Uh, that's what that's what I'm saying, right? Like, go, you know what I mean? But like, doesn't that kind of put him or her at a disadvantage? Why? In a way? Why? I don't know. Biology, as you said. But if he no, but, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, but he, she used to win and do very well as a man. I'm saying, why can't she just go? Look, I know, I I understand for these reasons that I can't compete in the female class. But is it sweet if I compete with the men? I think people would have been like, that's I, not a problem. I think that I think do you that, know what I mean. Then you can yeah. still live out your Olympic dream. Yeah. Well, the, she wouldn't make the Olympics. That's the reality. Um, well, she, she might. She, I don't. She's forty four years old. Oh, was she that age? Yeah, bro. Oh, okay, she right. Is. She's 43 or 44 years old. Did she old. make it as a man to the Olympics? Probably uh, she, I think um, she, she made, Commonwealth Games, maybe? I think she might have represented New Zealand as a man. Yeah, right. Not in the Olympics, but it does look like Commonwealth yeah. Games. Commonwealth Games. Well, fuck, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, like, you know, if, if you transition to a, become a woman, um, whether she was taking the, the, you know, whether she was trying to get her testosterone down so that she could compete purely or whether it was something she wanted to do... As part of the transition, I'm not sure. But, like, if you want to – again, it's just like, listen, if you're biologically male, you cannot compete against biological females. The amount – like, I saw a photo of the chick who missed out on the Olympics because of Laurel Hubbard. And you're like, that is fucked. That's not fair. What's her opinion? Well, I don't think she'd be fucking stoked, would she, that a 43-year-old transgender female has knocked her out of the fucking Olympic dream. Like, you know what I mean? It just just doesn't – Makes sense. Mm. It's not, but, but, and, but yeah, I know. Funny. And but people like, are like, is... people are like, yeah, but it's Laurel's dream to replicate. Like, and it's like, okay, yeah, but what about the chick she fucking knocked out? Knocked out. I'm sure her dream was fucking to. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, sorry, like why? What you now? You're starting to say that transgender dreams are worth more than. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're getting into murky territory now. Well, I think the problem in this whole thing is that there's there's a problem. It's clearly a problem, and everyone can admit that. But there's no real one person or like one group of people to blame it on because these this like this athlete like laurel you can't say like oh you know you should take yourself out because she's an athlete she's a sportsman she's going to try compete yeah i get that and if they're allowing her in she's not going to say i'm not doing completely that, so. but the problem is is that yeah. there is if you look at someone like the hannah mouncey situation where they're going hey no sorry you can't compete against uh biological women that she screams uh like discrimination and so the, the problem is, I'm not saying, again, it's not necessarily the fault of the trans person, but the fact that discrimination is being thrown out when it's like, as, as like, when it's not like you're discriminating against trans people, you're discriminating against biology and going, no, look, like discrimination you just have to do here to make, like, that's how, situa- that's how people are categorised for things like sport, where it's going, mm-hmm. well, well, no, because you are biologically a male, we discri- the, the, using the discrimination tactics, we go, well, no, biologically a male means you can't compete against biological females, even if your fucking testosterone gets down. Like, it's just, it seems, it's just, but, but the, the thing is that people are scared to say surely there's surely there's Surely it. there's science on, surely science has an opinion on this from a developmental perspective. Like, they argue testosterone levels exclusively. I'm like... Surely science can tell us a little bit more and give us like an age at which we can draw the line in the sand. Because yeah. obviously if someone transitions as Pre-puberty. a child, I don't think that's a problem. No. So, but, again, if you've, but if you've represented your nation as a, as a man and in doing so, fucking all that training as a man under your belt, it's a bit harder to swallow the, the fucking transition. But also, man. I think that, like, again, I don't know 100%, but the time it takes to 
get your testosterone levels below a certain point, which I'm pretty sure is the only thing, right? So obviously you have to, like, you you come out as transgender and then you have to get your testosterone below, like, uh, can you just Google it, Dave? Just what's the testosterone level requirement to, to uh, a male needs to get or a trans person needs to get to get into the Olympics? But, like, that period of time that it takes to go from a fully-fledged male to then a transitioned female with testosterone below a certain point is really not that long. Like you could be a male and then uh, testosterone speaking female within like a year maybe, maybe two years. But like it's really not like some super, super long fucking process from my understanding, which is super limited. In fact, non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's Well, it says athletes with testosterone levels equaling or exceeding Five N M O L slash L nanomills or some shit per liter. Yeah, nan- yeah. nanomills per liter, or who are androgen and androgen sensitive, um, must get the. They, so basically, you have to get your testosterone levels below five nano. Yeah, whatever's per and then liter. and then like the average female testosterone levels is like one point two or something. That's where I. That's the thing where, that I read somewhere where it's like the average female's testosterone levels is like. One point something to two point something, and then transitioning athletes have to get it below five. Is that true? Um, well, they do have to get it below five, and just average. Um, that doesn't help. Fifteen to seventy nanograms per deciliter. Uh, so no, 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 no. That's right, because then that's one point five to seven. That doesn't make sense. Deciliters. Um, Can you Google like just the average woman's testosterone? Per liter. Per liter, like compared yeah, to... Liter. Yeah. Just say per liter. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah 0.3 and 2.4 for women is normal. But then again, also... I so would, how the fuck is I that would, making sense? So you can have double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But I also would think maybe some high-level female athletes, especially in weightlifting, may have slightly higher testosterone. Right, sure. Athletes. Yeah, no, that's completely... Bit, so. That's completely... What did they end up doing? Fucking, but if you're going to be a trained... Once at once upon a time, like a trained male athlete, then getting your testosterone levels just down to like five. What did they end up doing with that South African eight hundred meter runner who had the internal testes? Yeah, yeah. She's not banned, is she? I think she was. I think she was. So she's banned, but 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 Laurel isn't. She she has won two Olympic golds, though. No, 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 not golds. No, no, no. She won two Olympic medals. Castasmani. So the thing with her is that she was. She had two golds. Yeah, so the thing we... Oh, Custa, so she was allowed to run. Yeah, no, yeah. she has run. But Casta Semenya was a female. I think she was biologically female, but she was like a hermaphrodite or something. So she had internal testes yeah. and uh, yeah. I believe that obviously helped. Like she, That obviously like contributed to her uh, skill set to some degree. But yeah, you'd think that if Laurel Hubbard's fucking... Well, I just thought she was... Years a, old lifting weights for New Zealand. But and, that's almost like a different story because she's not... Trans, she's not transitioning. No, exactly. Which is weird. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, not, not I thought, weird, I thought for she's a, like a an different X-Men. thing, yeah, yeah. But I thought she which was. Like, I don't know if that's inappropriate to say. I yeah. don't mean like, but I just mean she has like a bit more to her. Yeah, but I thought she was banned, she's and I was like for a second, well, if she's banned and Laurel isn't now, we've completely lost mm-hmm. our minds. I think the problem with this, as in many sporting organizations, is that the science is far ahead of what the rules are. Like, I'm sure the science does state and probably has more specific parameters around what makes you know, biologically men or women or whatever and what can make a more equal testosterone level. But the Olympic committee or whoever is probably just like, well, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to deal with the backlash. Yeah, or kind of like making the origin rules a bit 
more vague or specific. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. They, they, Look, need, they need to pinpoint something. But the, the, the thing as well is like, wrong. and everyone's like, everyone go as it pains to try and like stress before having any conversation like this that in at no stage is anyone anti-trans or like, you know, trying like uh, a transphobe. But you have to be able to have these conversations about things that you like respectful conversations, right? There are some people who are like, fucking shoot a blood. Like, you know, there's none of that chat. It's like trying to have a respectful conversation around something that you see as, even if you just think it's confusing and you want to be at, like, if there, there doesn't seem to be really clear explanations around this sort of an issue where you go, oh, okay, well, that seems cool then. It all seems like, for the most part, pretty hard to sort of wrap your head around. Mm. So it's like, you're not begrud- no one's like you're not you're not begrudging Laurel her wanting to chase her dreams, but it does seem like they're coming at the cost of biological females missing yes. out on the Olympics and maybe missing out on medals because Laurel is fucking good at what she does. And my thought process would be if we can't have like conversations around this now, what does the future look like? Like, is this going to become more regular? Who knows? Yeah, well, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where like, wimp, like more and more. Well, just remove, pot- just remove all fucking gender categories and see what happens then. <laughs> Let's just have it to fucking open. Yeah, and like, you're allowed to take whatever drugs you want as well. Do whatever just the see, fuck just you see want. How far you can go. Yeah, but then also put one normal bloke in there just for like. Just for reference, scale. Yeah, 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 exactly. put you in. Yeah, I think that would get a lo- that would get a lot more views than whatever the sh- hell they're doing now. But that's like you know what I mean. If you're going to allow, it, just go free for all. Yeah. Free for all. All right, anyway, let's push on. Let's push. Yeah. On. Again, bog down. Not transphobic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how many times we need to say that. I know, but you know, we will get cancelled soon enough. <laughs> okay. Tom, Eddie, D or Dave, it's the Tommy T PP utility dribbler here. Just assessing all of the uh, logistics towards the utility of what we could use Tommy T's uh, PP for. Now, look, I've been driving up to Sydney uh, from this crown jewel of the Central West, Orange, New South Wales, for various games of rugby league lately. And in doing so, you have to cross through the scum, scummy, treacherous place known as the Blue Mountains. Now, so there's always been talk of putting a tunnel through there. They're going to say it's going to take about 10 years. I say we whip out the T1... Pump Tommy's hog through that thing. Look, it's 69.3 kilometres of road. That'll be minimum two, maximum three pumps, I reckon, to get him through. There's your tunnel sorted. Could even get the rest of the Manly boys in to help out, maybe get Brad Parker to cart all the machinery down, the ant on his shoulders, you know. Maybe put some gardens on the entrance, the exit, and get Manasi Fayanu to uh, mow the gardens, get the lawns going, you know, make it look nice and pretty. Just a bit of thought for you there. Anyway, New South Wales 13 plus. Go Tommy T's PP. Woo! I, uh, I don't hate that. I don't idea. hate that, Tom. I don't hate that idea at all. I mean, I guess you could say, you know, is it like the new snowy hydro scheme, but it's just Tommy's dong and he just pumps a couple of tunnels through the Blue Mountains? Like you do, I think you'd probably want two lanes. Like I don't think you'd want cars going the same, you know what I mean? So you'd go one there, one back. Well, obviously, you'd say you're talking about two tunnels. Two tunnels. Dual, dual tunnel. Time. Dual tunnel. And some exits. Fuck the ec- exits. Well, like, you know, but I mean, like, just saying, like, why not? If you've got Tommy down there, you want to sort of make best use of your time with him. You could well, I understand that. But I think that, and this is just me, if, you, if, you, if you're if you using the tunnel, it's to completely avoid the blue mountains. Yeah. Otherwise, you can meander over the top. That's true. Stop in at Bilpin. 
I mean, look, Tommy's, Tommy's hog is extraordinary. Obviously, he can drill 69 kilometres of tunnel in three pumps, but, I mean, he still is human, and yeah. I don't want to fucking... Burn him out. I don't want to burn him out. Tom. No, no. But I like that. Brad's certainly strong enough to cart the machinery, but the machinery is kind of just exclusively Tommy's hog, so... Well, I think by that he meant, you know... Once obviously, they're putting down roads Yeah, and road and stuff like that. Like carrying away the big rocks and stuff that... That's true. You, you know, graders and concrete pumps and that sort of thing. Levels, yeah. spirit levels. Yeah, yeah. He can, carry a, he can carry a spirit level. Well, I would have thought we'd use Tommy's hog as a spirit level as well. Well, it is dead flat. There is a bubble in there that you just sort of... Yeah, in one of the veins. In one of the veins. <laughs> Uh, Good dribble On we go On we go (laughs) Tom Eddie Dior Long time First time Just uh, Wanted to share A funny Funny little uh, Coincidence That just happened Driving through Beautiful Brisbane Listening to the Podcast From 21st June uh, Gets to the Manscape Ad That I pull up At the street Stafford Heights in Brisbane, Cutbush Street. Uh, don't know if it's an omen, don't know what it is, but it's pretty fucking funny. Queensland 13 plus, no pubes saying. I would say if it's an omen, it's an omen for you. As in, like, you've listened to Manscaped, Dad, you've seen a, a signpost saying to cut your bush. You should do it. You need to do it. You need to do it. You go to manscaped.com, promo code dribblers. Mm. 20% off free shipping. Mm. Again, this they haven't been able to sponsor this week, but I'm assuming that fucking promo code still works. I think I don't think it would like turn on and off. I don't think so. Um, we're not getting paid for it, but it'll probably ingratiate ourselves further. They go, look, these guys are selling fucking these things when we're not even on the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they're, they're that good. They're that good. I'd go and shave your bush. I'd go and get one now and take that as an omen to trim your pubes. That's the universe telling you that your pubes are too long. You gotta listen when the universe speaks. And it speaks regularly. It does speak regularly. If you listen. In it fact, speaks. it's always speaking. Yeah. Let's mama ma move on. Hey boys, just a swoop true dribbler here. I just like to nominate Big Bob Hawk for the early gates. Bella. Okay. Uh, you know, he's known for neck and beers of the cricket and he was also a great leader of our country. Uh, be a snake soon. See you, boys. Yeah, I'm not anti-Bob. I'm not anti-Bob, and I'm sure Bob's not anti-us. Uh, you know, fucking... The, so, you know, the two times he was given beers to skull at the cricket, one mm. of those was with me and the boys. Um, we were all dressed in the Richies, uh, yeah. and we were at the back. We were on, like, the back seat, and then there's, like, a gap, and his box was sitting right there. And uh, I think it was Hickey. Mate, Hickey, he was on that hand. He was on that hand in the fucking beer, and we're all there like, "Yeah, you fucking legend." So you see all that, and all of us shaking our fingers. That's us giving it to Bob. Good for you, man. Yeah, I also got on the. Actually, I got on the cricket that day. You get so shit faced being in the Richies, like it's it's so hot. You're made to wear like you can't yeah. take off your jacket and your fucking wig and all that, and it's just hot. Early just start as well. Early start. You're at the pub before the cricket, and um. You know, fucking just one of the balls got hit. I think it was in the ashes. One of the, A ball got hit into the stands and, like, because we were right behind uh, the bowler's end, so those seats are often, like, covered because of, um, like, the sight screen and shit. Mm. And I've just sprinted across 
Um, this ball's just like right, and I'm just fucking straight out of my seat, like, like sprinting. On no, top no, of not the on the thing, not on the oh, thing. Okay, so no, no, no. it was, I had seats to run through, but I've just fucking hooked it through the seats, picked it up, and I'm just like, you know. All the Richies, we all start cheering when I've got the ball and I'm fucking... And anyway, I didn't realise, but I was on TV because my mate sent me... It might have been nude soon, sent me a video of it. But it was just Ian Chappell. Because, like, the ball just rolled to a stop. And I just picked up the ball and then threw it back. And Ian Chappell goes, might have been a bit more impressive if you'd fu- if you'd caught it, mate. Or, like, you know, you're a bit <laughs> excited for something that didn't cut. And I was like, ooh, thank you. Ian. Good point, though. Fucking good point. It's a great point because I was fucking stoked. Yeah, it looked like an idiot. Yeah, well, I mean, you dressed up in a Richie Benner costume, like fucking. At the, you're a bit of a Yahoo. Did you give it a bit of a bit of a pick? A bit of a shine. Don't know. I fucking rocket armed it back though. Did you? Yeah. Did you get it over the fence? On the full, mate. I got fucking. I got an arm on. Did you get it over the fence or? Please, coming from you, worst worst fucking hand eye coordination in the world, least talented athlete I've ever seen in my life. With the greatest respect, obviously, you're a close friend. I don't want to yeah, disrespect okay. you. Yeah, yeah. Come down to my, come down to Oztag, man. I still reckon I'm fucking more valuable to that side than you are, and I don't even play. I reckon you'd fucking do your knee first hit up. Probably, probably, but and that'd the, be the end of you. The morale I'd bring would be fucking through the roof. They'd be like, "Holy shit, he's back! He's back!" And everyone lifts. And then you go down, and then it's just a well. Then they time. lift again. They go fuck. We're already lifted. Now he's gone down with another eight knee injury, which we should have seen coming because his knees are fucking like, <laughs> as you said before, twisty. He's brittle as fuck. Um, let's lift again. Let's win for him. Let's win for him. <laughs> then they fucking who so knows? It's win win. You're saying? Well, they said they fucking start naming the comp after me or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Anyway, we're taking a long time with these dribbles. We are. We're working through them, That's Ed. Right. We're working through them. Just value. What value uh, for the power uh, of the dribbler? Tom. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Tom, Eddie, your punters and dribblers. Uh, the spell check dribbler here have not been able to spell home and fame. Look, uh, you mentioned a couple podcasts ago that it's kind of national or worldwide turncoat month. And it kind of got me thinking, <laughs> is there ever uh, an acceptable time to be a turncoat? What do you reckon? Well, I'll give you an example. It's it's 2000, whatever fuck year it is, and you go for the St. George Dragons. You just get you just get told that your club is going to merge with the Illawarra Steelers of losing fame. <laughs> Surely that's okay to turn the coat and go for another team. I think it is. I think it's an exception to the rule. Um, just got me thinking about it, especially if it's the it's the time we shine a light on turncoat-related behaviour. Um, for anyone that actually did that and turned the coat, um, all credit to you, to the rest of you, is a bunch of DNC cunts. It's interesting. Um, mm. All the best. Beers soon. Peace. I... Um... I think that's if you're if you find yourself at a juncture where your team is merging with another team, that's almost like a point where it's like, all right, you can choose to break away here if you want because your team is ceasing to exist. Well, by the letter of the law, your club no longer no longer exists. Exists. So you're sort of at a at a new you're at a uh, an impasse, a crossroads, a crossroads. Thank you, Dave. Mm. So, like, if you were born in like the late 1800s and you 
were a big fan of the Annandale Dales. That was your team. That was your team. And they were removed after two seasons. Or Cumberland, who I think played one season, then at that point you're at a cro- you're at a junction. Yeah. You're at a crossroads. Then. Yeah. What do I do? Where do I go? I think I think you could argue in the court of law, in the turncoat courts. You could probably get away with that one. I, I think. think you could get away with it. Um, you probably need a good barrister. But you I think need a good barrister. Izzy Carey, Lloyd of the Stars, might help you out, but he's not really a supporter of the turncoat. I think it's more just about <laughs> going, you need to have a pretty good reason behind your new team. You've got a good reason for why you want to leave your current team because they no longer exist. But where you head, like if you just start going for the fucking Storm who are, you know, or Penrith, it's like, well, you're just going for now, like, the best team in the comp. Like, I need to hear a bit about why you are now supporting someone else or who you are supporting. Well, that well, obviously, that would be put forward in your case in the turncoat court. Correct. And it's evaluated by uh, a jury of your peers and, yep. uh, and a high court judge. The jury also not made up of turncoats. No, no, no. These are all you, – you can't be a turncoat. No, the, the jury is full of uh, – The first question they ask, are you a turncoat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. actually might lock you up. I wouldn't admit that in court. If you say you're a turncoat, that's enough to um, get Good. locked up. And that makes sense. I've never got a jury due to <coughs> I've no. never got a letter for jury. And I've wondered why, but now, now you know. Sense. Now you know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a little known fact. They don't allow my kind. No. No, they don't. You're no absolutely turncoats right. in court. That's right. Or in jury. Plenty in court. <laughs> Let's move on. Usually in the shackles. Uh, I'm a young throbbing dribbler here. Uh, gents, I pose a question to you. Um, Tom Turbo Trevojevic, uh, the man of manly or angusical fame, um, do you think if he switched codes, he would become the youngest uh, and greatest thoroughbred to ever lace my pair of boots? Um, yeah, I want, to hear, I want to hear your answers, hear your thoughts. Um, third time I'll give this one is, so... Uh, Give me a bit of grace. What do you and, mean? Uh, yeah, Godspeed, gentlemen. Well, I would say this. Saying go on to rugby union? I would he said, say he said if he changed codes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's yeah. He I think about? he meant. I think he meant rugby union. I'd say this. Israel Folau wasn't playing as well as Tommy when he went to, with the Wallabies, and he's considered by some to be the greatest Wallaby ever. Yeah. So you work it out. You work that out. Tommy would shit all over rugby union. He'd be picked in every fucking rugby union side of the world over. All Blacks, fucking Saffers, England. Barbarians. What? Barbarians. Lions. Lions. Yeah. Wallabies, obviously. He'd captain coach the Lions, mate. We captain coach the Wallabies. Which that test has been moved to um, Queensland. I was going to go to it. Thanks, COVID. Mm. Dribbler variant. <laughs> Fucking dribbler variant. Boys. Everyone just, it just makes deal. cunts talk shit and like <laughs> give their, give shit rugby league opinions. You don't actually get sick. You just talk a heap of you shit. You just talk heaps of shit. Yeah. Oh, I've got the dribbler variant of COVID and I think GI was overrated. Yeah, that makes sense. You do have it. Ray Hadley's got it. Ray Hadley yeah. definitely has the dribbler variant of COVID. Is that the test if you listen to Ray Hadley? Well, like, I think if you listen and, to and us, you probably have well, it as well. well <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you do find yourself listening to Ray Hadley though, well, you listen to us already, so you've probably yeah. got it. Yeah, you definitely have. If you're listening to this, you definitely have the dribbler variant. <laughs> yeah. um, that's just the way it is. <laughs> just take it and you move on. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no fucking. There's vaccine. no QR. There's no, <laughs> no. It also doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's for fucking, life. You've got it. It's for life. Yeah, yeah. It's the one they can't get rid of. Mm. Boy, it's like herpes. Yeah. From Eddie. It's the most contagious. Dribbler variant. You can get it on your dick and your mouth. <laughs> Dior. Dribbler variant. Fucking happy birthday. 
your fucking turncoat and go the blues. Uh, listen, boys, just here watching some fucking highlights of some players that I think deserve a little bit more credit where credit's due. Matty Bowen, honestly, go back and watch his highlights. He was a highlight machine. Ballon or Bowen? Uh, Ballon. Preston Campbell, just watching him streak down the sideline here at fucking Jubilee Park after his pants and I think Matty um, Bowen got plenty of players, I think. Fucking Preston won a Dally M. Uh, <laughs> anyway, boys, go the Blues on Sunday. Fucking uh, beers always. See you, boys. Mango fucking got the intercept that Brett Kamali threw. Mango is one of the greats. With one of the great fucking nicknames all time. We'll go, he's got probably the greatest nickname in rugby league. Uh, Mango. Matty Mango Bowen. Mango Matty Bowen. Preston won a fucking Dally M. Won a premiership. If he's talking about the fact that they're not talked about enough now, that's because they're not playing anymore. Yeah, I, I mean that's just happens. That with seems the, that just happens with time, right? Yeah, once Do you, you think retire. that like because there are so many good players that just always come and like hot young things, people kind of get forgotten about? Like Matty Bowen and Press Campbell would have been like their prime would have been right before like Slater's prime, whose prime was also right before like. Mate, I don't the, know who else is yeah. it now. It's like Tommy Turbo. And, yeah, like, yeah, mate, yeah. they will breach a point in our lives. Where we'll be like fucking crapping on about Joey Johns, and people will be like, "Who the fuck are you talking?" Well, that's to? like when you're old, you know when I mean? your parents crap on about players. Like, even but you know of them, yeah. But like, you don't really know. Well, think about them. like Bob Fulton, yeah. R.I.P. Never saw him play, but everyone's like, "Fucking Bozo, my old man, Bozo, fuck, he was good." Dude. It's like he's a he's an immortal, and you're like, "Yeah, dude, I'm mm. sure." But yeah, I don't like, know who the fuck you're talking about in terms like I don't know the player that Bozo was. No, I see some highlights of him scoring some tries. I'm like, yeah, okay, but like I only have the context of. 90s and above rugby league, like which, like you know, 90s to now rugby league takes a steamy piss on any of the rugby league you see in the highlights. So like immortal, immortal uh, form in the Fulton era is just completely different to what I expect in in, in immortal form. So it's hard for me to even see highlights of him and get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, I get you. That's no disrespect to Bob. Of course not. Saying, right? of course the, not. Yeah, the game changes. Yeah, the game changes, right? And so then you see, like, you look at the shit that Tommy Turbo and Latrell, like Latrell last night, fucking hell. I don't know if we wrapped Latrell enough in that origin yard. Did we like, not? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Latrell. <coughs> Back to Latrell. Latrell. Oh, we did. We gave him. We gave him. Latrell is so <laughs> fucking good. He is so good. Like. You know what he is, Tom? Generational throbber. A rugby league handful. He is a ru- ma- two. two handfuls. <laughs> two hands. Depending he on the size is of your hands. handfuls. He's, and that's what I'm going back to. I've been crappy on about it all podcasts about fucking Queensland centre selections. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to defend Latrell? You can't. It's impossible. But also his defense, like he was, he was in a mood. He was hitting hard. He was aggressive as fuck. Mate, he's like, been in a fucking mood all series. Yeah. like a fucking. Mood. He was crying after the game. He was in tears after that. Loved. Win. Oh, didn't you love that? Mate, fuck I loved it. And where are the photos? It wasn't. I was trying to find photos of him in tears. I was like, surely we put that up on fucking billboards, Queensland. Mm. This is what Origin Spirit looks like. You losers. The media hates Latrell though. They don't like him. Well, if certain media, which I don't do. I think, look, like yeah. I mean, if you're a fuckwit, you don't like Latrell. Otherwise, yeah. But also, but also, like, even if you are a fuckwit, you are you just going out of your way to be a cunt for no reason? Because I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I like it's road rage behavior. It but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You're no. talking about like a full on out and out generational talent who's just like a family man has a wife has a couple of kids like you know who is in tears after the game who has been fucking destroying the queen like what doesn't 
excite you about that? How hot was that intercept? Just seeing... Oh, one hand basically stuck to his hand. Like, he had scooped Velcro it, on it. Scooped it out. Bang. And just 80 metres. Thanks for coming. That was the moment where Queensland fans knew, oh, we're not getting close. No, no, you're fucked here. You're absolutely yeah. fucked here. Uh, so shout out to... But shout out to Latrell, who is fast becoming my... Probably at the moment, second favourite player. Well, yeah, he won't take over Tommy. But he, I think, so far is... He like, would be my second favourite player. Picking, if you were picking Wally Lewis medal right now, Brad Fittler medal right now, he's the he's the one. For a Wally? I, I'm giving it to Latrell, yeah. yeah. He's getting the Wally. He's getting the Wally right now. For sure. Would you give you give Latrell the Wally at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah that's uh, Matt there. That's Matt. Rabbitos Producer fan. Matt. Producer Dior's David's boss. boss. <laughs> yeah, that was not my opinion. I'll put Kurt Capewell for Yeah, I bet you will. Yeah, well, yeah. fucking he's played well yeah. for the Blues. <laughs> Him or Carl Feld. <laughs> G'day, Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and D's, uh, Gilso, the Randwick dribbler here, maybe otherwise known as the eavesdropping dribbler of sitting next to Tom at Fred's fame. Um, yeah, that's unique. Just name. had a couple of uh, comments to, to bring vis a vis last podcast. I've, I haven't actually even finished it. I heard something so outrageous that I had to call up partway through the podcast on the dribbles uh, in regards to the Gator Bugue dribbler and his uh, completely unfounded criticism of uh, our beautiful song uh, that was recently released. Uh, mate, you need to stop ripping cones of pure fucking tobacco. That's probably why your brain's not working properly. That's just a suggestion. Maybe... Maybe you're not ripping cones of complete tobacco, but that's what it sounds like. Tobacco cones. To the average dribbler. Um, second of all, uh, I've also just heard, which is not the controversial, but that was the controversial part. Okay. Uh, I also have also just heard uh, this young man Overheard. who dumped his girl uh, based on omens, which is, you know, fair play, you know, play it as you see said omens. But um, also reminded me of uh, the kicking tea dribblers are... Uh, search for romance and how that kind of died. Um, and maybe if I could fill you in, uh, something I did over here, eavesdropping dribbler shit, uh, he kind of actually already found a girl during that whole episode. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I am still single. I'm going to put myself out there uh, as the fucking, as a person that the, the, the dribblers should all fucking get behind. Uh, I might call up if people are interested again next week with a dating profile. Let's maybe, let's kind of get the pod to not necessarily find me love, but to just stop me from being alone. That would be lovely. All right. Uh, beer soon. Love you all. Cheers. Okay. Let me just approach this in two sections. Firstly, he brought up the fact that Gator Bug had a crack at the Punters and Dribblers song. Said that Gator Bugue's clearly just smoking tobacco cones, which is a disgusting thought, but would clear well, that would make sense because Gator Bugue's a fucking idiot. It'd clear things up. Now, we must take this moment to shout out Marcus Finichario of Baggy Green member fame, the official sort of music musician sort of of the podcast. So he's in Ella's cousin's band. The Lulu Rays. Right, so Ella's cousin's in that band. Yeah, in the yeah. Lulu Rays. Yeah. True, I've seen them. Like, yeah, Finichario's yeah. in yeah. the Lulu Rays. Oh, yeah. Matt, they used to play at Beachy a bit when I worked there. Yeah, yeah. so there yeah. you go. That's sick. Small world. Fucking oath. Mm. Well, he is hilarious and a Baggy Green member. Some people are saying, how do you award someone with a Baggy Green to give another Baggy Green? Like, how do you give them two? And I go, listen, when fucking you give Ricky Pony a Baggy Green 
and he starts scoring hundreds for the country, you don't give him another baggy green. He's no, got no. the baggy green in no, recognition no, 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 of his ability no. to score hundreds of the nation. That's exactly right. And he scores more hundreds to repay the baggy green. The baggy green. That's how it works. That's how it works. He's got a baggy green, and now look if you've, if you've got scoring a, tons. If you've got a baggy green, I would like you, we're not going to take it away from you, but I would also say, you know, it's in. It's in the spirit of the baggy green itself to get off your ass and start trying to score more tons for the nation. That's right. Like Jacko, Jacko of PVL Plug 2.0 fame. That's what he got his baggy green for. But then him, he worked with Finich- he and Finichario created the punters and dribble song. Mm. That's digging in for your country. That's digging in till T. Digging in till T. And then Finichario comes in and creates this fucking anti Gatorbug, uh, fuck Gatorbug video. Which is brilliant. Brilliant. It was beautifully uh, produced as well. And it was finished off by the freak show himself, Roger Fabree, the king of speed, the king of cadence. Yeah. Dressed in a Teletubbies outfit. Did yeah. we see Roger's new video? Yes, we did. Roger's, Roger is. Which Teletubbies is that yellow one? Mm. Is that Lulu? Lulu? Um, no, there's no Lulu, bro. Isn't there? I don't think oh, so. I just said Lulu Rays. Lulu Rays. <laughs> I'm going to say tink, Tipsy Whipsy. Is that one? Or is it Tinky, tinky Winky? winky. I think it's Tinky Winky. Dipsy? It no, it's is. Tinky Winky. No, it's Lala. Um, oh, Lulu. 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 Lala. 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 Tinky Winky is the purple one. Dipsy is the green one. Is What's there Poe? Yeah, Poe's the, po the red one. Oh, yeah. Poe's the red one. Shout out to Poe. Um, um, I just got this message. Did you know this? What? So Dan Andrews, you know how he had time off. Did you know why? Yeah. He fucking fucked his back. But so apparently... He fell down the stairs. Apparently he was pushed down the stairs for... That is the biggest, like, WhatsApp sent around dribble bullshit yeah, who sent conspiracy. You that? Someone said, someone, a chick said that to me, like... Uh, Do you reckon there's any truth in that? Well, Absolutely certainly not, not that we're going to be broadcasting on here. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that seems like some pretty... I, but the thing is, I heard, I heard something like that um, maybe like a month ago. Right, that's like dictator Dan QAnon type yeah. circles is where that stuff gets put around. Well, the, th- the, the, the ambulance Victoria what if or whatever it, was, had to release a statement saying, no, it was all legit because there was so much. Like yeah. the, 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 but what if it is true? opposition leader has been started saying, oh, like there's more to it than he's telling us. It's, like, listen, even if there is more to it. It's a hell of a rumor. It's a hell of a rumor. Even if there is more to it, right? Let's say there is. Let's say it's fucking true. Like yeah, prove it. It's just, it's unhelpful. Unless you can really prove, like, why... Unless you can actually prove this shit, it's super unhelpful to just even, like, clog the fucking space with dumb shit. Mm. And especially when... No disrespect to Richie. But if that's where it's coming from... Well, he hasn't... But he he didn't come up with it. Of course he didn't. That's what I'm saying, though. That's the channels of information. Like, I love Richard, but that's not where I'm going for my information. Who the fuck knows where you go for information these days, to be fair? Maybe Richard's a fucking... He's probably better than most. He's probably better than most. (laughs) In fairness... But you're just like, the whole thing's fucking ridiculous. Um, so is it true or not? No. Well, look, he, he I, just again, I wouldn't a, believe anything he says either. No, he's too he's fucking Antifa, I but like, I You are so Antifa. I, like, I fucking hate them all. I hate them all. I don't hate them. Gladys is a fucking, is corrupt. Yep. Yeah, and corrupt. Dan's a fucking soft soy boy beat a cuck. Like. <laughs> he's a soy boy and he's a cuck. Yeah. He's a communist and he bows down to China. And, I mean, I don't know. He, he is a communist. Shit. He's just a fucking... He's a communist as well. But like... And a know, socialist. They're all just... <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> they're all just fucking... Except Bob Catter. Gimps. And a fascist. Fascist. Uh, and an alarmist. <laughs> he's an ist. And he's a reactionary. A reactionary. Reactionist. Yeah, yeah reactionist. And all right, let's go. Let's Come go. on. Yeah, let's... Jesus Remember Christ. to delete Eddie's Dan Andrews rumour to stop us getting sued.
But also give it in. <laughs> he's not the type to sue. He's not John Barillaro. Dude, that's oh, interesting. Dude, that's, that's getting hectic. That's a bit fucking hectic. Do you follow that stuff? Do I? Yeah, I've been dude, following I, it. I, I, I do. Uh, yeah, the videos are quite long, so I don't watch them all. The Friendly Geordies ones. Mm. Great to stay informed, Eddie. <laughs> no, no, this really, this fucking. No, really no, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm sort of up on it. I'm yeah. sort of up on it. It's fucking crazy to me. It seems like scary, crazy. That like, was that, when that, they when they got that guy and fucking took him out of the house, yeah, like pushed like, the mum and shit. That they used a terror unit like to go and get him. I know the tactic. What are they called? Fixated person. Fixated person's unit. Which is like used for people who are potentially terrorists. Yeah, lone wolf extremists yeah. and stuff. That's a fucking... Yeah. That's and just like, like a political flag. Right, yeah. That's a flag. And that's fucking scary. This dude was at his mum's house, like his house, plainclothes police officers armed in an unmarked car. And his mum's just seen him get carried off into an yeah. unmarked car. Like, but Could like, have been anyone. Yeah. But also, like, it's so... What they're doing, right? Like, what Friendly Jordan shit's doing. Like, even if you want to, like, t- take, uh, like, legal action against him, if you're John Barilaro, right, for like, uh, you know, defaming him and all that sort of shit, that's fine. Yeah. Just, that's that's fine. You don't send fucking plainclothes cops over to drag the fucking guy out of his house, push his mum over and shit, like... Not even him, though, a producer. Yeah, not... No, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not even Jordan. No, 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 it's his producer. But, like, I'm just trying to work out... And now Geordie's, like, the, the the guy they've got representing him in, in their, like, legal case against him is, like, some big dick motherfucker who's gone, like, yeah, I'll, I'll represent you. Representing Jordan Chase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Some big, big dick fucking Who's swinger. like, this is fucked? I think so, yeah. yeah. And I think because potentially that they are on, like, some sort of trail of corruption with him. Yeah, well, he's going to have to prove, because in, in the defamation, whatever one of the phrases or whatever was that he's corrupt. So he's going to have to prove in court he's not corrupt or Jordan's going to have to prove that he is corrupt. No, you'd have to be proving your claim. I think Jordan yeah, yeah. Well have then, to be Which he kind of has done in his YouTube videos. So Barrel I was going to have to defend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Interesting though. Very interesting. Very interesting. Shout out to Christo, who I used to play in a band with and went to Soundwave together. Oh, like, so you know the dude. Yeah, I know. I haven't spoken to him in like ages, but yeah, we were friends when we were younger. And you played at Soundwave together? No, no, no. no. Oh, we used, used to play there. like together, just me and him and his other mate, and then we went to a Soundwave together. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. One of the last, shout out the to last Soundwave. And shout out, yeah. Hope you're doing well, bro. Yeah. I'm kind of, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's not on a top of the heat podcast, but no, he's doing well he's for doing himself. Okay, he's doing okay, Well, he's yeah. getting arrested, so yeah, yeah. he's making waves. That's kind of like every leftist wet dream, dude. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's you, dude. <laughs> now we just got to get you arrested. <laughs> yeah, get me arrested. We could. But I mean, that band's fucking spawned some pretty fucking impressive people. Christo of Jordan Shanks fame and Dior Dave of Hello Sport fame. Yeah, I wonder mm. what Xavier's up to. Oh, uh, what is Xavier doing? I don't know. Unless it's Xavier Coates, it's not Xavier Coates. <laughs> are you sure? He, he, he could be the you. least. Are you sure? Out of the three, I'm sure it's not. Xavier He's doing Coates. nothing if it's him. He's that would have been funny. Eating shit for Queensland every week. Yeah, the least successful is Xavier Coates. Xavier Coates out of yeah. those three, mm. and that's no disrespect to Xavier, who no, we like not. on this show. Yeah, we do. He's a victim of circumstance. Uh, let's move on. G'day, Tom, Eddie, Dior, Bronx biggest fan dribbler here, loving the Bronx fame. Just got a correction. You mentioned the big three this year. The big three I see are the Panthers, Storm, and your big fucking egos. <laughs> You'll be lucky to get through round one of finals. Have a good one. Fuck Manly. Get off Turbo's dick. Cheers, boys. Thank you so much. I would say that we're probably going to be top four, so we'll easily be able to get through round one of finals because we'll even if we were to lose, which we wouldn't, we'd get a second bite at the cherry. By getting to the top four. 
Which Look, our run home is ridiculous. I think we get to the top four. Yeah, we're playing the dogs this week. Our egos are huge, but you, you're allowed to be... Look... You're allowed to have big egos when Manly's going as well as they are. Look, our egos are only this big because Manly has massaged them mm. through the weight of points and wins. They're pegged to the success of Manly. Exactly, ego. exactly. It's like pegged to inflation. Correct. But not inflation. But it's not Manly's inflation, it's performance. Manly's performance. Makes sense. But that is definitely where our ego's pegged to. Like when the Aussie dollar's pegged to fucking, is it US dollar? Where no. Or is that inflation? Is that what the pegging is? No. <laughs> where do we get pegged? <laughs> Other than our, we, our dollar, Our dollar's not pegged. It's, we don't get pegged. No, it's fluid. <laughs> We're getting pegged by the world. China's, the China's. Is China pegging us? China's dollar's pegged. Right. Yeah. Well, the whatever, it's not the dollar, but their the currency is pegged. No, the is that Japan? Japanese, yeah. Footsie, really? I'm just—I don't know. It's not the I'm, just, I'm just fucking saying. I don't even I don't fucking know. know. I don't know what it is. Chinese dollars. Uh, is it just Chinese? No, no, it's not no, dollars. No way. Yuan. Why yuan? Why yuan? Yuan. Yeah, yuan. Yeah. Yuan. Yuan. Yeah. Shout out to getting pegged. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So well, that's where our ego. Where is it the renminbi? I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. But I mean, it would be nice to know. No, I think it is the renminbi before anyone bloody calls up and says as well. Oh, they've got nice photos of Mao on them. Oh, we love that. Beautiful Mao photos. Mm. Mao's hot. <laughs> Beautiful. Mao, yeah. Mao was hot. Mao was very hot. Yeah. Very fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. China will come for us. You know what I mean? That's just sort of the problem. You don't want China coming for you. What, by saying Mao was fuckable? Yeah. I know it's positive. <laughs> I know it's like ultimately a compliment, but you just never know if you're like, dude, Mao was fucking... Unbelievably fuckable. Whether they're going to find that offensive or not. <laughs> Imagine if that's the name of the podcast this week. Mao is so fucking. <laughs> would peg Mao. Would peg Mao. Would let Mao peg you. Yeah. I think that would be the disrespect. You'd have to be pegged by Mao. Yeah. Pegged by Mao. Pegged by Mao. Fuck me, dad. Keep going. <laughs> what a morning, Lance. What a great Lance. How good is that? Waking up in the morning and uh, watching Ross Taylor with a head of sex to win the World Test Championship. Now, the only reason I'm ringing is there seems to be a lot of selfie Australians out there on Fox Sport on Facebook. Now, look, Lance, Tim Payne's the reason you didn't make the final with a slow over eight, and that's how we got in there, and we took our chance and won. It's just that simple, boys. Anyway, dry those tears with sandpaper, lads. This is not the greatest phone line I've ever heard. Um, well, he's calling from across the ditch. Yeah, he is calling from uh, across the seas, the high seas, Eddie. Um, Do they get that high? Oh, they get high. Oh, they get high. Don't you worry about that. The seas can get very high. What sea is that? It's Tasman. the Tasman Sea. Tasman? Yeah. And then the Bass at the bottom? Bass, bass Strait. Strait. And then the top? Pacific? I don't know. What's the sea across the, the top of Australia? Well, a bit of it's the South China Sea. Oh, that's true. There's also, but that's kind of more on the right. Hang on, I'm getting the maps. Get up. the seas up. So Bass at the bottom, Tasman on the right. Pacific would be where? No, we're not we're talking seas here. The Pacific's 
ocean. The whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's the Coral Sea, which is off the top right of Queensland. There's mm-hmm. the Timor Sea, Timor sea. which is kind of Western Australia and South Australia. Mm-hmm. There's the Arafura Sea, which is like right above Darwin. Not Didn't spoken about very often. Didn't know, no. There's Little like, Sea. There's like 10 different seas around Indonesia and Papua New Guinea. Oh, there's so seas everywhere. Yeah, there's there a are. lot of seas. Dude, we're surrounded hey, Whoever said there was the seven seas, there seems like there's a lot more. I think that there. was. There's seven know, oceans. I think that was honestly. I think there's seven oceans. But I think uh, the seven seas is like, I think, sail the seven seas yeah is a saying yeah i think that was obviously before is there seven oceans double check that i think that was before you know people really understood right it's like when people thought that the earth was the center of the it was a six there's only five five yeah um indian pacific uh arctic indian pacific arctic arctic ocean um the atlantic atlantic um (sighs) what are we on Antarctic? Antarctic? No. Arctic? Arctic? No. no. Uh, Pacific, mate. Atlantic, Arctic, Indian. Arctic, thank you, motherfucker. And why does it only say there's four? And the and the Southern Ocean, which, oh. is, their, which is their Antarctic Ocean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think we got any closer to an answer there, but let's move on. <laughs> I can't remember the question. No, I don't remember the question. I have no idea what the question was. We know that there's not seven oceans. Yeah, there's we do. five. Yeah. Well, we couldn't even name them. And but we also know that there isn't seven seas. There's many. There's many Correct. seas, and they can get very high. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about the cricket. All low. Oh, the kiwi dribbler. Yeah. Call oh yeah. Dribbler. Whatever. Move Speaking on. Speaking through his hand. <laughs> yeah, we um we've already addressed it. We're half yeah. a kiwi, so yeah, we want it's our win too. Yeah, yeah. We're test champions. G'day, boys. Uh, just listening to the Origin Two preview with Bloke in a Bar. Um, the pie rhetoric. So, shepherd's pie, yep, the big one with the potato on top. The littler ones that you get from the bakery are actually called cottage pies. Um, one of the great delicacies. A little hot tip. Whack it on a bit of bread with some sauce or a bread roll, whatever's handy. It's up there with the Devon Sanger. So, um, I know Eddie from Dubbo. Good Dubbo stock would appreciate that. Cheers, boys. Well, that's what I said. I said to you when we were talking cottage pie, meat pie, fucking shepherd's pie, I knew the shepherd's pie was different to the potato top pie. But now we know it's called a cottage pie. Well, no. The potato top pie, not a cottage pie. It's just called a potato pie. This guy's a fucking dribbler. He just, he just, well, he sounded pretty confident. Yeah, I know. We got sent a DM though, which I actually haven't even looked at yet. Look up cottage pies, Dave. Mm. Shepherd's pie, cottage pie, or something else. So it sounds like it's the same thing. Okay, so we got sent, we got sent a, uh, yeah, shepherd's pie, cottage pie, but I'm saying a potato pie is different. We got sent a DM by Aussie Pie Reviews. (laughs) As a meat pie connoisseur, I enjoyed hearing your dribble about meat pies for about 10 minutes in your podcast with Dan, and I can confirm the meat pie you were talking about is the potato, with the potato on top, simply called a potato pie, which is just a meat pie with potato on top. A shepherd's pie, no matter the size, is a different recipe that involves more ingredients such as tomato paste, which is what I said on the podcast, carrots, etc. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Uh, now, just a quick shout out. Um, State of Origin Two. Just a quick shout out to my nan. Actually, actually, I've got a Queensland dribbler. Oh shit! What do you have to say, Queensland dribbler? Ah, oh, that's what I heard. That's what I'm hearing around here. Shout out to my nan. Shout out to Queensland. Love it. Yep. Yep. That sounds, sounds exactly right. like a Queensland yeah. fan. There. That was. Was that Paul Green? That might have been Paul Green. <laughs> Former Origin coach, Paul Green. <laughs> of one series phone. <laughs> uh, sad boy, Queensland dribbler here. Um, 
currently laying in bed, cuddling myself. Um, but it's easy to sort of sleep at night knowing that this feeling, like you guys had to feel this shit for eight years straight. So, you know, beer's never took my cock. Hope Tommy pulls his hamstring. Peace out. What a fucking loser, firstly, eight in a row. You're bringing that up again? We've been saying all, all day that's that's the mark of a loser. If you bring up eight straight, you're a loser. Then to call fucking for Tommy's hamstring, loser. Yeah. It's been what? It's ended in 2013. It's now 2021. Yeah. So it's been... It's been... So your longest streak, like the eight in a row, is such a long period of time. It's now been longer than that since that was since on. Since that was on. That's the most pathetic fucking reality for you guys I've ever heard. Anyway, that's good for you. Let's mm-hmm. move on. Last one? Yep. Gents, I'm laying in bed. It's one in the morning. I'm still completely and utterly erect after watching one of the great performances dominating what are just a bunch of cuckolded, useless cane toads, and I couldn't be happier. I want to draw your attention to something that occurred uh, in um, the later stages of the game after the 70th minute. I slid into your DMs and posted, and it was Jerome Luai giving Kyle Felt the Dikembe Mutombo finger waggle after he's stripped of the ball by Toto. And it just makes me so happy that we're playing with a bit of cunt, that we're playing with a bit of aggression. Mm-hmm. And it's just highway robbery from the Blues, and I couldn't be happier. I imagine by the time the potty comes out, I'll still be completely erect from this performance, and I'm so happy. Cheers, boys. Beers soon. Dior. Go fuck yourself. There's no substitute for a bit of cunt, Tom. No, there isn't. There isn't. You, you literally, you can't, you know, if you, could, if you could teach it, you would. If you could bottle it and sell it, you would. But cunt's intrinsic and we got a bit of it in us. <laughs> Great note, that, to finish the potty, I think. Fantastic note to finish on. If you do still have a New South Wales-based direction, our uh, directive would be just write it out. Don't try and get rid of it. Don't try and think of things to bring it down. There is no way to bring it down other than time and time alone, so I would just enjoy it. Well, put it to good use. Put it to good use. Enjoy it. Play with it. Pay it some attention. Yeah. Because it ain't coming down till it's ready. Yeah, which could be months. It could be months. Um, yeah, because it's already, like, excited for game three. If you've yeah, got, yeah. Your bone is going. It's just all eyes on game three, so yeah. it, could be, it could be a while. Uh, but that is it. For another week, Eddie. Phenomenal. One of the great podcasts all time. All time. Thank you to, obviously, Pilot for jumping on board. Pilot.com.au. Bloke in a bar, obviously. Fucking Bluebet. Dr. V. Our, our, our uh, loyal sponsors. Uh, we love you all very much and we appreciate you. The Bounced Out Trackies are pre-sale on until Friday. You will not fucking get them after this. So make the right decisions and get on the fucking... Bounced out trackies. We've also got the punters and dribblers hats. They're going to be available um, beyond Friday, their pre-sale. But the bounce out trackies, we've got to do it as a pre-sale because it's a fucking different ball game and we don't know how much you all weigh and sizes and shit. Uh, but I think that's it. That's it. Thank you very much, David, Edward. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.